I'm your co-host Olivia. And I'm your co-host Kennedy. And welcome to the macabre. Welcome to season two. Oh yeah, it is season two. Oh, we did it. We completed a season. I have fucking something in your hair. Sounds really gross. You're welcome. It's really windy outside, so you wouldn't know. I wouldn't <laughs> for two seconds. Jadig is Starbies. You don't have to show the crowd. You're Starbies. We get it. You're every like every other basic bitch. <laughs> do that. Um. Yeah. So, so season two, we did it. We're here. I was gonna say it's bigger and better, but I don't know that it's either of those things. <laughs> I think it's just gonna be the same, but season it's two be S2 the same one. But it's but instead it says S two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the exact same. But like that's okay. We're we took a little break for reasons for mental health reasons for all the reasons that pettiness reasons all of the college kid things that happens in our lives and i don't know why we're starting now because it's almost finals week i feel like this is probably a bad idea maybe but like i really needed to come back yeah honestly because like honestly i i did miss it yeah and after like everything that's been happening like all like literally just in america with all the fucking gun shit that's going on oh you're gonna love mine then fuck me (laughs) so i did this research before everything like went to shit too. Well, not okay. It was already shit, but before everything went worse. Yeah. And now it just looks really bad. Cause it's currently what April twentieth, and it's, it is four twenty. So um, it's been. There's been four incidents now of fucking gun violence that were widely uh, spread, like told about. Yeah, and there. There's yeah. Multiple more. Yeah, for sure, but like. Widely publicized. Yeah, and these were, like, all just, like, accidents. Like, they weren't even, like, like gun on gun. It was just, like, a child going somewhere, and then they were, like, pew, pew. A girl got shot for turning around in a driveway. And a little girl got shot in her parents because... For going after a ball. That went in somebody's fucking yard. Yeah. Who in the... F- You're... Anyway. It's I'm actually disgusting. I'm about it. Yeah. But, like, that's okay. I've been, like, crying... Like, every time, like, something happens, <laughs> like, I don't cry, so, like, just, like, the amount of children that are dying, like, it's devastating. I know, and in the most brutal way possible. Yes, and, like, when did it change? Was it this year that it changed, or was it last, it was, like, two years or so? What changed? When, um, <laughs> when gun violence became the number one. Oh, yeah, it just recently changed within the past six months that gun violence overtook car accidents and the number one leading cause of death for children Children. under the age of 18. Yeah, that's... That was a whole lot of words I just spewed, like an actual robot. And you did it fast, though. You, like, didn't even stutter. Did I stutter, bitch? Yeah, uh, it's... I don't know, awful. At this point, though, just take away the guns. I'm fucking done. I don't even care anymore. Like, fuck your second amendment. Well, like... I've been seeing a lot of stuff. I think it's either Switzerland or Finland, one of them. Like, there's, like, so little violence there because everybody is well taken care of. It's Iceland. Iceland, thank you. I knew it was a 
land. Yeah. The police officers don't even carry guns. They have them, but they don't fucking carry them because nothing yeah. ever happens. And, like, people will just, like, leave their babies, like, hanging out. Which is, like, <laughs> like baffling. Like, imagine, <laughs> imagine doing that in America. Your child will be gone Your within five seconds. Dead. Like, and they're just, like, yeah, we'll just, like, leave them to, like, sun themselves and shit. Like, I just can't. Like, that baffles me. Genuinely. That's what I... What are you doing? I was in London. I felt infinitely safer than I did here. That's what... Yes. Like, my mom was terrified because <laughs> of how big of a city London is. Also, mom made it in season two. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, she was terrified because London's, like, this big, huge city. She's, like, carry your knife, like, carry your pepper spray, be aware of your surroundings. And London does have a big problem with, like, pickpocketing. Like, that's about it. But, like... There's not people kidnapping. There's not murdering. There probably is, but in a significantly less amount. Yes, and usually it's by knife violence. Yeah, and I felt significantly safer there. I like. I am scared to go out in Lawrence by myself. Yes, I would. But in London, I was like, yeah, this is fine. But I would way rather get attacked by somebody with a knife than attacked than a gun because it's a lot easier to survive. Yeah, because they obviously have a harder time hitting vital organs, but you with a gun you can hit them, boom, 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 like. Yeah. It's, I, ugh. And like China, when they like let their little kids like run around. Yeah. Like there's like fucking four-year-olds like on the subway, you're like, how are you allowed to do that? <laughs> like nobody takes your kids. It's just a thing. America needs to learn. <laughs> like yeah. be better and Well, do I better. saw something today that was talking about like what every, why everything's going on. A lot of it is lead poisoning. What do you mean? So like, there's this thing that's like when you're exposed to lead poisoning, it makes you significantly meaner. Yeah. And they're talking about not only gun violence, but why boomers and Gen X are so mean is because all the paint in their childhood homes and up until like the 70s, all lead paint. Well, yeah, but I... And then they were talking about, I can't even remember all the things she said, but it was a great video. Um, she was talking about... Uh, lead poisoning is something they often find in mass murders. Oh, good. Um, and there was other things, too. It was, like, these this huge culmination of all of the worst possible things. And they're just all culminating right now. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's just, like, the influx has just gone up, like, 200%. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to blame it on fucking lead paint. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's a thing that is very common. Yeah, well, we should definitely do background checks and maybe some lead points. <laughs> We're like, actually, if you want to get a gun, you don't have to have zero lead in your body. <laughs> you can't, None. you're not allowed to do anything ever <laughs> in this world. Also, new thing that we're doing, we usually record at nighttime. Yes. It's fucking daytime. Oh, I thought you were going to say recording also with the camera. It's also in, the, in the camera, but like the listeners won't know, but the viewers will know. Yeah, you guys can see our beautiful faces on TikTok and YouTube. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. We're going to put the whole thing on YouTube? Yeah. That's so much of us. Yep. Unedited? <laughs> no. <laughs> raw, unedited. <laughs> I would have to not speak the whole time if we wanted yeah, to. Yeah, you raw. just shut the fuck up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, you guys no. can see my uh, fidgets. Oh, yeah. She um, has fucking autism. I need to so. get that out, actually, while I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Because behind the scenes, that's what she does when we're talking. When I'm talking, she has to fucking mess with something, or else she will not stop moving. And it's the most atrocious thing on this earth. I don't even know where it is. There it is. 
but I'm not dissing anybody that has fidget needs. It's just very inconvenient for podcasts. Well, the problem is, um, on one of the cords of the microphone, it has Velcro. Yes, and you play with it. And, it and before I realized that I was fidgeting during the podcast, I would play with the Velcro and it was so loud. Mm-hmm. But I now also, I have this. But I put a stop to it because I have an ick about Velcro. Yeah. I can't even listen to fucking any Velcro, especially like the thick like shoe Velcro. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I'm CNA. And most of the old people can't that I work with, it's not, I mean, yeah. Basically. They can't get down there. No, they can't. <laughs> and their hands are really shaky. So they always have, Thank most you. of them have either slide-on shoes or Velcro shoes. And I have to, the way I just go. <sighs> I just am <sighs> picturing, like, an 80-year-old wearing, like, slip-on bands. <laughs> I, I know. I know that's probably not, but it. I mean, in my mind, it when like Gen Z becomes really old, definitely. I'm never gonna take these. My like, (laughs) I'm never taking these off. (laughs) I shower with them on. If you don't know, no, like I'm never gonna wear like a different pair of shoes. Like, like when I can't tie my shoes and I have to give up those, this is what I'm gonna be wearing. Oh, I'm wearing Crocs. (laughs) You would (laughs) the slipper ones. (laughs) You ain't crocking. You ain't rocking. (laughs) Oh, goody gumdrops. But. Let's just get into it now. Since we yeah. had a little talk, a little combo, a little... A little catch-up. A little catch-up moment. Yeah. Let's get on into it. I'm going first. Yeah. Because we like to do a little tradesies so we, none of us feel left out. So... I don't think anyone feels left out. I would feel left out if you did it first all the time. <laughs> I would want to go first sometimes. I would feel... I guess, yeah. That's if you went first all the time because you never shut up, you go for like 10 hours, no one would ever make it to my part. <laughs> they would be so done with me. They're like, okay. Next episode. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So, on that topic. Gun issues? Cool. I'm doing a gun violence story. Why do you say it like that? I don't know. Because we're happy about it? No. Mm-hmm. Dear God. No. Dear Lawrence. I'm doing the Denver movie shooty. Denver movie shooty. <laughs> That's what it should be called. <laughs> the Denver movie shooty. <laughs> The Denver movie theater shooting. There it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Denver movie shooting. And this is going to last ten minutes. Because <laughs> I'll see you guys at five. <laughs> and mine will take it's, two uh, hours. I have four pages, actually. That's pretty fucking good for you. It is. I don't remember what I wrote, though, because it was like three months ago, so we're going to raw dog this shit. Yeah, this is, um, this is, this is a guinea pig first episode season two experiment, because... Yeah. We wrote these months ago, and we haven't looked at them since. Yeah. So, good luck <laughs> for us. Yeah, because we'll edit it so you guys can... Yeah, you guys look at the actual story. And it'll, like, make sense for you guys. But it's going to take two hours to record, because <laughs> it's going to be, um... Uh, what? What did it huh? mean? Huh? Alright. Okay, go. So, Denver movie theater shooting. Okay. The, uh... Suspect, I guess he wasn't really a suspect. It was the guy who did it. We know <laughs> the fucking the Brit? the guy. Yeah, his name was James Holmes, and I'm gonna start with like a little run through, like what actually happened. So he purchased a ticket, goes into the theater, and then in um, what movie were they watching? Um, I think it was Batman, or like it was like a comic book movie because there was a whole bunch of people dressed up in comic book like costumes. I'm not totally judging. But that just yeah, like, it's the Dark Knight Rises. 
<laughs> like, like, I'm not judging other people. I'm just thinking about me doing that, and I cringe a little inside. The thing that made me think was, when these people get to the hospital after being shot. Oh, they're in their costumes, and you're like... No, not only that, some of them refused their costumes to be cut off. <laughs> like, I mean, if they spent a lot of money on it, <laughs> some guess, cosplayers but if you spend like, hundreds like of if, dollars. It's like a life-saving thing. <laughs> they're, they're like, guys, wait, let me just... Yeah, let me... <laughs> let me zoop. Okay, okay. <laughs> go for it, guys. <laughs> Open heart surgery and go. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if it was, like, my favorite top, like, I wouldn't want you to... Like, this... <laughs> Is if it, you were bleeding out, I mean, it's that this, would be on your mind. Well, <laughs> unless I was like, <laughs> believe I was like conscious and I was like, I'm so comfy right now, and then I feel scissors. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> like I. Also, if it was like a really hot like doctor, like trying to be like. <laughs> Both of us did the same thing, and I hate that <laughs> so much. <laughs> And at least I don't wear, I don't, TMI, I don't wear bras that often. So then it's just a lot easier to get to me, too. See, that's where I would be sad if they cut my bra off. Yeah, because you got new bras. I did. I got really fancy bras. If we have any, like, UK listeners, hit up Bravissimo. That's the shit. I love, love these bras so much. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's go. So, he goes in the movie theater, and then, like, in the back, like, where the screen is, off to the side, there's, like, a door so he sneaks out that door and leaves it propped open. And he's parked outside. It's a parking lot. And he's parked right by this door, right? Okay, so he goes in. He, okay, so like back here is like the box office where you buy the tickets. Yeah. Here's the theater. Okay. Here's the screen. Yeah. Off to the side, here's a little door to well, the parking lot. Well, I know what you're saying, but I'm saying like, did he go inside the movie theater and leave out that way? Yes. Okay, so he bought the ticket. He went in. He went. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Uh, I'm a very visual person, okay? I don't need I am too. Your... <laughs> They're like, okay, so here's the box office <laughs> right My here. face, that's the box office. <laughs> so if you see, and then my titties right here, that's where the movie is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you got it. So he goes out the door into the parking lot, and that's where his car is. So he gets his weapons, and he puts on like a mask. Ooh. And get you, bitch. he goes back into the theater through that door that he propped open. Okay. Also, I just want to say, because I just remember this, when it first happened, like when the first shot rang out, because it was Dark Knight Rises. They just thought it was part of the movie. That's crazy. But like the thing is, how did they not see the light like with the door propped open? Because it wasn't it completely dark and then the side. It was door? nighttime. Oh, fuck. I don't know why. I think. Yeah, it was the middle of the night. Okay. It was like a night midnight premiere. Oh, because I was like, how did they not see that? But now I give up how they couldn't. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Got it, got it. So, here's like a timeline, um, according to the police report, which okay. was long and gruesome. So, I will uh, shorten. to all the details. I'm going to, but I'm not going to be like... At this second, his arms were cut off. His, his legs, legs were cut off. <laughs> okay, so twelve thirty-seven a.m. Witnesses say, like twenty minutes into the movie, the door opens and the guy walks in. Okay. They didn't see him go out, but they saw him come in. How the fuck did they not see? I him don't go know. Out? Okay, sorry. It might have been before the movie started. 
I guess, but like, but isn't there like cameras, like security people? Yeah, but like, I don't, I don't know. This was like get a, into it, security guy. This what was what year? Me? Like this was a while ago. This was twenty twelve. They didn't. That's really fair. Cameras were still like blurry, or like CCTV like, or shit. They, or they put like the fake ones. Yeah. To, like, get ya. Mm-hmm. Get you good. Okay, so guy walks in. He's dressed in all black and wearing what appears to be a bulletproof vest and a gas mask. He throws something, smoke bomb. Okay, wait, so this is after he comes back in. This is when he comes back in, yeah. Got it. So he throws a smoke bomb, and then people start running and getting out and hiding, and... Imagine if you still thought this was part of the movie. (laughs) Like, oh my god, this is so well. Live action! (laughs) This is fucking 4D, bitches! Literally, imagine. It was not I am Batman. (laughs) Unfortunately, not 4D. Anyways, <laughs> maybe, oh my god, they needed the real Batman that time. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> At 12.39, so two minutes later, the Aurora Police, which is where the movie theater was in Denver, it's like Denver and then like Aurora. Okay. Uh, the police say dozens, maybe hundreds of 911 calls reporting this. And they're, they're just like, someone's shooting in this movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um... Then someone says, there's one person shot, but there's hundreds of people just, like, running around. Yeah. Because it's dark. Obviously. The movie's still playing. Oh, that's... My... Listen. I am not fully diagnosed with autism. But... But... I am definitely not neurotypical. <laughs> so if all of that noise, people screaming, gunshots, smoke bombs, like, your impaired vision, and then that loud-ass movie, I would be in... Just... Frozen. Like, where I would, I'd be, ah, ah, like, dying. I couldn't, I would go nowhere. Yep. I would be the first one to go. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, well, like, I'll get into that later, but there's, get like, into it. there's, like, photos of, like, the, the seats shot up. No. Like, the empty seats. They were empty seats. Okay, still. But it's horrific. Even if they were empty. Yeah. Seeing the bullet holes in, like... The because that would have been somebody's body. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Okay. Give me um, So, in the theater, the gunman is calmly firing into the crowd. That, that's how it's described. That's calmly. almost even creepier. creepier. But I feel like they all kind of are. Yeah, because you like, don't... You're I not. mean, I've never seen, like, CCTV footage of, like, an erratic gunman <laughs> who's just like... Like, you know what I mean? They're all just, like, aiming, and I'm like, dude... <laughs> Why are y'all, like, like okay with what's happening right now? Like, why are you having a good time and I'm scared? <laughs> why are you enjoying this? Like, please stop. Just enjoy the fucking movie, bestie. Literally, it's Batman. What are you doing? Exactly. You're not Batman. Okay, not. fuck. So, he's calmly firing. Um, some of the shots penetrate into the theater next door. Oh, did anybody get hurt from the next door? No. Oh. Um, but that's, that's what I'm just now like putting in my brain is that there's other people in this movie still theater. watching movies just living their lives because there's so many movies where you hear gunshots that it doesn't even mean anything yeah that and like you you probably can't even really hear it yeah that too because so it's like soundproof people, this is theater nine that they're in because the so f- that means theaters one through eight at least are still watching their movies if there's not more I above could, nine yeah and then like could the front people hear it? Like, if they were, like, in the... That's... Imagine. There's definitely bullet shots, though, in Batman. I know. And so like, they'd be like, what if... Like, would you like your extra popcorn? And the while people are just getting massacred. Like, I don't... 
I couldn't... Okay. Anyway, wrapping yeah. my mind around it. It's really hard, too. Um, witnesses say they see people slumped on the floor. Mm-hmm. And others are fleeing and running out wounded. 12.40, officers arrive on scenes. Love that it took them three minutes. That's yeah. everything. That's very good for them. I mean, Aurora isn't that big, but... Still. It's good. They arrive in a little more than a minute after the 911 call, actually. So, even better. Ooh, fucking killing it. And they request lots of backup. Well, probably. Was the SWAT there? I don't know. I bet. I probably, probably. At some point. Yeah. Um, and then they say, like, the 911 people are like, got people running out of the theater who were shot. Got a victim who was shot in the face. Mm-hmm. That always... How do you survive a shot in the face? Like, people have done it a lots of times. Yeah. But, like, I don't... I can't... It's so hard wrapping my mind around gun violence and, like, yeah. how people can either survive that or be the cause of it. Yeah. Ugh. Another guy said, we have a party in the car shot. Orders all available all available units respond. A party in the car? So, like, there was, like... Like, a party of people, not, like, a party. Well, I know, but, like, <laughs> like he went outside and shot people in the cars. That's... I... They were probably shot and then got in the car, would be my guess. Oh, okay. Uh, 12.42, officers are shrouding the building, and witnesses telling them someone's actively in there shooting. And officers smell something, which turns out to be pepper spray, and they have to get gas masks, because they can't get in. Yeah. Um, inside, the gunman was shooting the crowd with an assault rifle, a shotgun, and a forty cal handgun. And he fired lots of rounds very rapidly. That's a quote. Which I don't love. I couldn't even imagine. 1244, victims continue pouring out of the theater as officers are finally getting people out of the neighboring theaters. Yeah. 1246, at the back of the theater, officers say they find a man who matches the description and take him into custody. And they report, we've got the suspect, or sorry, we've got the rifle's gas mask and he's detained, got an open door going into the theater. Um, They hold the suspect... They later say, in addition to his vest and gas mask, he was wearing a ballistic throat protector and groin protector, as well as what police call a black, as well as what police call black tactical gloves. How the fuck did he get a hold of all that? Also, do you know how expensive that shit is? That was an investment. It was. Why? Yeah. Why do you care that much? Like, why do people care that much about shooting something? Or, like, someone? Well, and what amuses me is, there's two types of gun... Like, shooters. Uh-huh. There's the ones who commit suicide after. Yeah. And the ones who want to be caught. Yeah. And he was obviously wanting to be caught because he was fully protecting himself. Bulletproof vest, throat protector. He wanted to be caught and live. And, like, be famous. Yeah. For it. But, like, that is never the right way to be famous. You are famous for all the wrong reasons. What are you doing? Oh my god, it infuriates me. <sighs> me too. So, they're finding a lot of victims. Seven down uh, need rescue in the auditorium. One says, I've got a child victim. <sighs> I hate when children are involved. I know, and that's like been like most of mine. I'm yeah, so I'm, sorry to I listen. hate it when you do that. <laughs> like, like, the majority of mine have children involved. I'm like, yeah. so sorry. Another one says, I've got a victim eviscerated, which I just think means just like really torn up yeah yeah um police and witnesses describe a wide variety of injuries people shot in the arms legs neck and back 1251 the suspect claims he is the only one like this was an alone thing oh yeah yeah 
1255, police establish a perimeter around the mall. Oh, yeah. Not only was it a movie theater, it was a mall. So people were just, like, shopping. Why did you, like, just now put that in there? Why would you do that? Because I forgot. Because I haven't looked at this in months. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah. People were, like, shopping. Like, people go out to malls and have fun and, like, bring their children along in, like, family outings. Like, if you're, like, a poor kid... The mall's the shit. Exactly. Because you don't have to buy anything. You can walk around the mall. That was, like, my dad's favorite thing to do Me with too. us. Me too. He was like... Like, of course, we wanted him to buy stuff. And he was like, we're just window shopping. Yeah. Or, like, go to, like, the little pet stores they have in the malls. Yeah. Like, that was my favorite thing on this earth. Imagine. Like, a really cheap candy store. Yeah, or, like, Earthbound used to have, like, the little crabs. Yeah. And, like, I used to play with them and, like, look at all their colorful shells because they would, like, paint them. Mm-hmm. And imagine a five-year-old, eight-year-old child... Looking at little crabs while there's a mass murder going on. Yep. Drink how many times they say, imagine, and I can't believe it. <laughs> we should not make a drinking game out of this. No, we would. <clears throat> so, perimeter around the mall, looking for witnesses, victims, accomplices. Um, ambulances were unable to carry all of the people who were injured. That's how many there were. Because how many people were in the movie theater? Um, I don't have that number, I don't think. At least not on this page. So, if I find it, I'll tell you. Awesome. <laughs> yep. Um, so, police were transporting victims in the back of their cars. I mean, good. If yeah. They're doing their thing. Um, so, the Holmes guy, the guy who, with the guns. Okay, what's his name? James Holmes. Holmes which I That's... said at the beginning. I forgot. Okay, I'm just making sure you were aware that I did say it. Uh, even if you didn't, whatever. So he's, uh, now that he's, like, in being detained, he's spilling his fucking guts. Well, obviously, because he wants to be famous. I know. So he goes, by the way, guys, rigged my whole apartment with booby traps. No way. So, good what luck. Is this home alone? Calm down. So he's like, good luck going in there to get my shit, motherfuckers. Um, he... Here it says he received a high volume of deliveries over the past four months to both his home and work address, which police believe to explain how he got his hands on the materials. Um, he'd bought guns legally at stores in the Denver area over two months and purchased more than 6,000 rounds of ammunition, ammunition online. 6,000 rounds. Why are you allowed to buy that much? Don't do that. Don't do that. America is literally the worst when it comes to guns. And then I put in here just a little fun fact. It's the deadliest mass shooting since the Columbine, which I also covered. Yeah. That was See, in 1999. yours is mass shootings and mine... Dead children. Dead children, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, he put up no resistance to being caught. He ended up killing 12 people and wounding 58. Um... It was July 20th, 2012. I did... I didn't get to say that. I knew it was 2012, but I couldn't remember the day. Twelve other people were injured. Um, he was convicted of murder and sentenced to life in prison without parole. He pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. No. Which is such a cop-out. You don't get that. Because um, he's the type of mass shooter that shoots, wants to get famous, but then also get away with it. And that's yeah. not how you... That's not what and happens. And then... 
court-appointed psychiatrists were like, yeah, no, he's not insane. Yeah. Obviously. Um, he did have, like, mental illnesses and shit. Yeah. Well, I have fucking depression, and I don't want to shoot like, up children. He was, like, Still. I know that's, but, like, <laughs> it's definitely worse than depression. Definitely, definitely, definitely. But uh, you you go out specify. the sun, and you feel better. So, that's so um, fair. That's so fair. But, um, like, you did not mention what kind of mental You just have mental illness. Um... He knew that his ambush was planned, or he knew that his planned ambush was illegal and morally wrong, and still formed criminal intent, which means he was sane under state law. Yeah, when you understand... Win for the justice system. Yeah, when you understand what what you did was wrong... Then you're sane. Then you're not... No. Um, Yeah, he was wearing protective gear, gas canisters... And then here's the thing. Some moviegoers later said they had thought that at first the event was a publicity stunt for the film. That, I couldn't even imagine. Um, here you go. You're going to love this. No. When you, every time any of us say that, we're not going to love it. Holmes was a neuroscience PhD candidate. Means he had already a master's degree in neuroscience. Mm. <laughs> I gotta go. But he withdrew as a PhD candidate shortly before the attack. (laughs) What the fuck? Um, He was arrested outside. His hair was neon orange. Because he dyed it like that because of the Joker in the Dark Knight movie. Was it orange? Yeah. He's a creepy looking mofo too. Probably. He's got like crazy eyes. I have not yet seen a mass shooter I'm like very good looking. (laughs) Except for... The one that recently happened in, like, Louisiana, he looks pretty normal. Yeah. Was it Louisiana? Maybe yeah, I'm wrong. I think you're or right. Illinois. Louisville, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks the normal out of, like, any of the mass shootings that's happened. He looks the most normal, but still, there's a little twinkle. There's always that twinkle in there. And you're yeah. like, fuck, dude. Uh, what else we got here? But yeah, he dyed his hair orange to be, like, the Joker, which I hate. And he identified as the Joker when he was arrested. Um, he He's in prison now, and he's considered an at-risk inmate uh, because other inmates want to attack him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, and he did get assaulted, <laughs> uh, which is awesome. As he should. He faced 165 charges and the death penalty, but pleaded insanity, so his life was spared. Said he got a sentence of 12 lifetimes in prison. And thousands of more years on top of that, which was added in 15. So, just, he will die there. Just, you know what I mean? Just, like, real yeah. quick. Though, we've had this discussion before, and I'll say it again. I don't like the death penalty, because I want him to suffer. That, and also, one in four inmates in, on death row are innocent. So, like, you can't, uh, like, if the justice system was, like, really good, was good, I would I'll be all for it. And, like, what the fuck ever, don't care. But, like, because our justice system is so screwed up, I can't trust them to kill the right person. Yeah. But in this case... (laughs) But, no, I hate the death penalty because I'm a firm believer in uh, suffering. That, too. But, like, and I enjoy that. But also, I feel like victims, some victims prefer that they die because they feel safer that way. That makes sense, yeah. But, like, uh, like, some of them don't care, like, as long as they're in prison forever. But, like, I just... The death penalty is so... It's Morally just, confusing. It is. It's such a gray zone. Th- yeah. It's 
not black and white, mm-hmm. and it's specifically like I don't even. It's just there's too many outliers to where you, to where it, it like, doesn't. Yeah, you can't just okay the death penalty right now. Mm-hmm. Anywho, <laughs> anyway, back together. So, the assault was uh, the assault from when he was in prison. Uh, he was in isolation, but despite the precautions, another inmate was able to slip slip through the open security gate and attack him, which is my favorite thing ever. Um, so this is like quotes from like some of the victims. Uh, so a couple of the comic fans, that's what they quote them as comic fans. Uh, Stefan Moten, who went to s- see the movie with his brother Lamar, was left paralyzed from the chest down. In 2017, he said, About a half hour into the film, I saw a gas canister arc high across the screen and over the crowded theater. Shots rang out from the front as I felt a bullet hit me. I called out for Lamar, his brother. Days later, I woke up in the hospital, paralyzed from the chest down. For me, there have been surgeries, and part of the bullet is still in my spine. Uh, High-tech wheelchairs and new accessible accommodations and physical therapy. Despite being insured... He was even forced to launch a fundraising drive to raise cash for medical treatment at one point, even though he was insured. That's another scam. Merca. American insurance. Parents, Sandy and Lonnie Phillips, who lost their daughter, Jessica Redfield, uh, in the attack, are still running an organization they founded called Survivors Empowered to help other families affected by mass shootings. The couple recently traveled to Uvalde after the school shooting there to help relatives reeling from that. It says, quote, it's a club that nobody wants to belong to, but once you're part of it, you can't resign. So you might as well become friends with one another and become another type of family, which is so sad. Yeah. I hate it. People should not be in that little club. It's not a fun club. Don't be a part of it. I mean, like, when, like, all the, like, different school shootings, as, like, a high school student, I was scared. Yep, me too. You're scared every single day. And then there's been college shootings. Yeah, very recently, too. That's one of the reasons why I was too afraid to go outside. That's not correct. It's one of the reasons. Oh, yeah, like you did that dream. Yes, and then when... Oh, shit. When, which one was it? That, did it start with an M? I don't know what we're talking about. The college that was recent. Michigan? Yes. When Michigan, that was when I was afraid to go outside. I yeah. was like, mm, should I go today? But, like... You just don't feel safe because you're you're vulnerable and there's like there's so many people in this one class that like if somebody wanted to they could. Yeah. No, thank you. That's why I like my little baby classes. I don't even like those. <laughs> Safer though, you know all the people. Not really. I don't. Really okay, don't. that's a you problem. Per. So um, this is from like his psychiatrist who wrote a book about how complex that guy's mind was. Holmes's. So, it was, quote, a one-of-a-kind vortex of his mental illness, personality, and circumstances, because all three culminated in the perfect storm to make, like, him go fucking crazy. Um, and this is just a whole bunch of quotes from the book, because it literally acts like how crazy he is. Um, a big part of it is it's hidden in his mind and he can't see it either. The book includes like previously unknown facts 
the most startling is Holmes suggested to Reed in one of their videotaped interviews that he might kill again if given the chance. That makes me feel really good. Yeah. Um, they, he, they asked him if the guards should be worried about that, and he said, uh, I'd say so, yeah. Like, probably. <laughs> they should probably be worried People about definitely, it. like, don't escape prison, like, ever. That's, like, never happened before, yeah. so pff, nothing to worry about. Um, he also didn't identify with the Joker figure in the Batman movies. His breakup with his girlfriend alone didn't provoke the killings, and there's no evidence his prescribed use of Zoloft was a factor in the crime. That was another thing. There was, like, this big theory that because he was on Zoloft, it made it worse. Which, at the time, made me really anxious because I'm on Zoloft. (laughs) But they were like, no, that's not true. Yeah. So he had a girlfriend, too, when he did this? No, they'd just broken up. Yeah. Look at men. Blaming shit on women. Well, he didn't. He said, meh. He's like, no, this is on me, man. Don't give her any of it. Yeah. Um, There's a big point made in the book of, like absolving his parents because obviously parents always get a lot of backlash when their kid does something like that but like it's also not their fault yeah because he's a grown adult exactly they didn't live together like but even if they did like the columbine shootings those parents i mean they did they're they should have known a little bit because they ignored signs yeah but at the same time it's like they just wanted to believe the best in their child yeah well, there's, like, the the mom of one of the Columbine boys. She's now a speaker, and she's like, this is my son. I'm sorry. Like, this is how this has affected me, and this is, like, yeah, she's, like, a speaker now. Yeah. And that'd be hard. It would be, because people are definitely still mad. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do the victims' names, and then I'm going to end on a fun note. Because is it a fun? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's actually fun. There are twelve victims: um, Jonathan Blunk, who was twenty-six; A.J. Boyk, who was eighteen; Jesse Childress, who was twenty-nine; Gordon Cowden, fifty-one; Jessica Gahi, twenty-four; John Thomas Larimer, twenty-seven; Matt McQuinn, twenty-seven; Michaela Medek, twenty-three; Veronica Moser Sullivan, six. Alex Matthew Sullivan, 27, Alex Teves, 24, and Rebecca Ann Wingo, 32. Okay, and you're not. <laughs> so the fun note is he's in prison. Yeah. But there's a dating app where people can meet prison inmates, and he has a profile. That's not fun. That's terrifying. But his profile <laughs> Is the funniest shit I've ever read. Okay, read it. So, his dating headline is, Will you visit me in prison? Mm-mm. Never. And then it says, To describe yourself and your perfect match. So, his self-summary. Look down, look up. That's his self-summary. <laughs> and then he goes, um, Learning is really great. Knowledge is power, as the famous Sir Bacon said. And then he said, prefer listening to ya, Y-U-H, ya, prefer listening to ya, talking not so much, if you need an ear, I am here. The first things people usually notice about me are my soul-penetrating eyes. Or the fact that you're a fucking <laughs> no, no, mass no, no. murderer. Hold on. Oh, okay. The first thing people usually notice about me are my soul-penetrating eyes. 
whoa, that's deep. (laughs) (laughs) I am a poetic god. And then he goes, list o faves, books, where's Waldo? Because the guy never changes his outfit, should probably find a better disguise. (laughs) Which is psychopathic behavior. Is he fucking okay? Then he goes, I mean, no. <laughs> then he goes, movies. Too many good movies to have a favorite. Maybe Dumb and Dumber, Hachiko, Star Wars, etc. The Dark Knight Rising. Literally <laughs> imagine if people... Oh my god. I thought about that. Uh, music, techno, and electronic are great. None of that dubstep, wub, 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 though. <laughs> Not Skrillex, guys. Not fucking Skrillex. He goes, food. If it's edible, I'll eat it. <laughs> And then there's more to this profile, but that's all that's posted, um, unfortunately, because it just makes me giggle. <laughs> like, how stupid it is. L-O- I could not- um, I don't understand the people that, like, fall in love with murderers. Love, in, love during lockup? <laughs> Have you watched that show? <laughs> My mom loves it. She watches love during lockup, love after lockup. <laughs> Well, it's a little bit different if they're like... No, it's not. You know, like, car thief in prison type shit? Like, like weed dealers. Yeah, like, that's not... make me feel better. Yeah, because most people in prison are white-collar crime people, for sure. And, like, that, I'm like, eh, like, whatever, I guess. But, like, mass murderers, serial killers... Like, I don't remember who it was that I did, but they, like... Oh, it might have been Dahmer. I didn't do Dahmer, but we watched the show. People sent him, like, love letters. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, in Ted Bundy's trial, people dressed up like his victims because they wanted him to notice them. And people, and Richard Ramirez, he had a fucking, he had bunches of fans, but he had one in which he married. (gasps) How does one feel okay about that? I don't, I don't see it. I don't get it. I don't. It's disgusting. Awesome. Yeah, that's really fucking gross. So that's mine. So I'm doing a little a little guy. He, you may know him. You may know him. I don't know. He's kinda underground. <laughs> he's, kinda, he's like nobody knows. Him. <laughs> he's kinda fake, but like <laughs> he's actually a fucking lore. So he's not real. It's not even real guys. So um Kansas's one and only BTK. Sir Dennis Raider. Yep. And I asked my dad because Dennis fucking Raider. I'm not going to call him BTK because he loves being called BTK. Because he made it up. He made it up. And he was like, hey. Call me this. Can you, like, would you mind? No, I'm going to call you Dennis because that's, like, the worst name that is. <laughs> Guess his middle name. Larry. <laughs> no. Something stupid and gross. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Is it good? Is it, like, a good middle name? You want to know what it is? Michael. Lynn. <laughs> How is it spelled? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like your mom's, literally. I didn't know that. I think it's L-Y-N-N or something like that. Yep. <laughs> Dennis Lynn Raider. He's an L-I-T. I feel like that fits him perfectly, though, because he is just the most. I was pretty close with Larry then. Yeah. The most idiotic human being. So, Dennis started, like, his little murder spree, I think in the 70s, maybe. But he took a 20-year break, which is very surprising. He's like, I'm just going to take a little time off. Cut you bitches some slack. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are dumb as shit. Speaking of how he got caught, yikes. We're not going to get into that until, like, later, but, like, 
the way he got caught is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever. Is this a multiple parter? Yes, unfortunately. Because I this love is how this is how we start every season now. You just have to do multiple parts. Yes. Well, it's the beginning of the season, so we have to get a good one in here. Not that he's good, but he's an iconic one. He's I don't iconic, like that word either. Iconic in crime, I guess. No. I don't know. Because um so he took a 20-year gap, which is surprising for most serial killers. Usually it's like less than a month though. Like usually they can take a hiatus, but it's not fucking two decades. Yeah. And he was caught in the 2000s. So it's three decades total. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he didn't like no, he I started know. killing and yeah. then he was caught. But like cuz he's an idiot. He's fucking stupid. The way he got caught is the dumbest thing ever. Don't fucking look it up. I'll tell you about it. Fuck. Don't do it. But I asked my dad and I was like, "Were you like afraid?" Because we've lived in Kansas, both of us and also like my family and her family. So we live a few hours from, from Wichita, Wichita, where he killed people. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And so, but my dad, like, even, obviously this happened before I was born, but, like, he lived a couple hours from Wichita. And I was like, were you ever, like, afraid that, like, you were gonna, like, get murdered? And he was like, Because, no. like, my grandma and my mom are big shoppers. They are. They're huge shoppers. They love shopping. And they would go to Wichita all the time in, like, the 80s, 90s. 2000s. No! And they saw nothing wrong with that. They were like, it's okay. YOLO. But like, I could not imagine not being afraid. If I knew that there was a serial killer that close to me at London, we're leaving. In the 70s, it was not nearly as publicized. So like, during his hiatus, makes sense. Yeah. But when he came back in the 90s, 2000s. Yeah, my dad didn't give a fuck. Neither did mine. That's insane to me. Because I think they caught him when I was born. I think it was 2004 when they caught him. Yeah, that sounds right. So I was like, how are you not afraid for, like, my sister? Because she was born in 2000. I'm like, how are you not scared? Well, I feel like as a man it makes more sense. But, like, my mom and grandma. But, like, as, like, a father of a young girl. Because he didn't go for young girls. That's very true. He wanted women. Unfortunately. Well, that's not actually necessarily true. Is it not? He kills two children. But those were circumstantial, right? Nope. Oh. Mm-hmm. He what planned it. it. Yeah. Okay. We won't even... I don't even think we're going to get into that murder yet. But it's the Otero murder, and there was four. Good. Yeah. But those are the only kids he killed. There were kids there when it happened but like he would like make yeah them, i knew about that one yeah they would like lock him in the bathroom and things like that yeah but which is also awful yeah so he only killed two kids but still that's it's he traumatized so a bunch more yeah so um yeah i just find it insane that like you're just not scared you're just hanging out you have a f- an entire family because my dad was married to my mother at that point too and i was like you are afraid for my mom's life i'm confused yeah what are you doing he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I do not care. To be fair, that's very unbranded for your father. It's so unbranded. <laughs> it's so unbranded for just, like, white men. <laughs> They're just, like, fucking... What is? Did I ask? Did I ask? Evie's They're, like, me. we're used to it. It's our species, so... He's like, me too. <laughs> I just kill people on the wreck. Yeah. So, we're gonna start um, down in fucking hillbilly country. Just kidding. It's really not. Is he, he not from Kansas? He is from Kansas. Oh. I said hillbilly country, but it's actually not. That's what I meant. 
to say. <laughs> he lived in hillbilly country. He lived, like, on the outskirts of Wichita. So, like, he would kill in Wichita and also... Park City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, he, yeah, Park City moment. So, Dennis Lynn Ryder, King. Just kidding. No! Not King. Incorrect. Also, the his fucking haircut... Or lack thereof. <laughs> Just shave your head bald. Stop. Yeah, stop. Fuck. Every old dude that has that hair, Mm-mm. just shave your head. And if you know what Dennis looks like, you know what I'm talking about, and you f- you better feel the same. Because that's disgusting. It's so funny. <laughs> so, Dennis Lynn Raider was born March 9th, 1945, which I'm positively sure that makes him an... Pisces, which makes me, and I'm also a Pisces, and as Pisces, I don't claim him. We don't claim that. No, March. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We don't fucking claim that, bitch. So, I'm going to start off with some quotes from him, and like what he says about like his family, because part one is just his family and just him as a kid, and I think I end it when he graduates, and then there's like, and then we're going to get more into like murder, the murders and things next part because I really want to deep dive into like his psyche because why (laughs) there's just so much that's happening with him so he says and I quote I got along real well with dad but mom wasn't always so happy I've always loved her I still love her greatly but I did have a little a little bit of a grudge against mama (laughs) now another serial killer blaming his mother for fucking issues. Always. And this one, his mom wasn't really that mean to him. Like, there are some serial killers where you can, like, kind of see where there are some part. I mean, they're not the full reason, but it definitely had some part of it. But Dennis had, like, an average fucking childhood. An average one that you have in, like, what, the 50s? Like, just, I mean, you get beat with a belt because that's what it was back then. So it was just, like, average things that happened, but plenty of people got beat back then and they did not become serial killers so it's he's just blaming shit especially on the woman because that's what happens you like they believe in sanity and they're like well because it's my mom my, my mom. mommy my mommy did this to me and it's really mean shut like up. shut up. up shut up you fucking bitch anyway so he was part of like as a kid he was part of the lutheran lutheran church and he was a boy scout which is where he learned to tie knots. And this comes in handy dandy later when he likes to tie people and also himself. So it's going to be fun. He's one of the murderers who makes it more about sex. Yes, he's very much so a sexual murderer. Yeah. Instead of killing because he likes killing. He likes... I wouldn't say he doesn't not like killing, but it, that's not the that's reason. That's not the point, yeah. He kills so he gets some sort of sexual gratification and it's not like the act of killing it's like yeah he's just gross <laughs> he's just so he fucking also icky. gets so gay he gives gay he gives gay he's maybe but like he's not because he kills women like he gives predator like gay boy like he would fuck little gay boys like like um yeah Dahmer. Dahmer. <laughs> it's exactly what it's, it's exactly yeah because a creepy old guy who likes to wank off to little boys. Ooh. That's what it's giving. It does give that. I I concur. So the fact that he murders women baffles me. <laughs> I mean, I don't disagree. 
But, like, it baffled me when Richard Ramirez started killing, like, old, old ladies. Like, they were in their 80s. He likes a good cougar. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, he only kidnapped, like, one kid. Yeah. And, like, that was it. Maybe just all serial killers are gay. And that's not me being homophobic, because I'm gay. <laughs> it's you just, can't be homophobic, because you're gay. It's just giving. <laughs> oh, the door was closed. Anyway. Moving on. So, um... At four years old, this is when, like, he gets the first sexual awakening at four years old. This is, like, his first recollection. And he blames his mother again. So, he says that his mother had a contributing factor to his fetish. Incorrect. And, like, why he wanted to, like, terrorize women and, like, scare them. False. And so... Here's the scenario nope. in which he describes. Yes. So when he was young, he was in the living room with his mom, and her, his mom, not her mom, his mom is, like, like, you know, cleaning the house and looking through the couch cushions, and then all of a sudden, like, back in the day, couches had springs in them. Some and still do. Yeah. Not very many, though, I feel. You think? <laughs> mm-hmm. I just, I, well, mine's always electric, so I guess there's not really, there's, like, back springs, but there's not really, like, There's still springs in Bed springs. Yeah. But there's not, like, bed springs to where you can, like, lift up the couch and get, and feel, unless you get in the back. You know what I'm saying? So, when he was four years old, the situation, back to what we were talking about. So, she was, like, like, puffing up the couch cushions. What the fuck do you call that? Like, just feeling around under the couch, like, the couch cushions. Feeling up the couch. Feeling up the couch. Looking for dust and coins and shit. What you do when you're, like, wanting poor. a little... When you're poor and when you want, like, a little candy back in the day, they're, like, five cents. You grab a little coin that fell out of your pocket or some shit. So, she was doing that, and her, like, ring finger, like, her ring, got caught on the spring. And so she was, like, trying to pull it out, and she was, like, fucking struggling really hard... And she couldn't, like, she was just stuck. Like, she couldn't get her hand out. And, like, she was like, Dennis, fucking help me. You're four years old, but, like, get your ass over here. And he would just fucking stare at her. He just stared at her. She was helpless. Yes. And he loved it. He fucking loved it. He said, the way he says this, I hate it. So, like, she told Dennis to get, like, help. She was like, hello. Because... The dad was at work, so, like, she, you know, go to the neighbors, whatever. Help Call, me. Yeah. I fucking I'm can't. Stuck. I can't go anywhere right now, bitch. And so, imagine she called him a bitch. He is a bitch. He is. Little bitch boy. So, as he was watching um, her struggle, he said he felt arousal. Nope. Yep. I'll pass. He felt a little something-something in his pants. <laughs> I hate that. He's four years old. Whom? I wasn't even playing with Barbies then. I was just, like, watching fucking Dora. Like, Jesus. Ugh. So, he said that he felt, like, excited because he watched his mom, like, be really helpless. And he was like, oh, my fucking God, that's everything. So, he was... People who are turned on by their parents, no matter what the circumstances. It's just the Freudian slip moment. <laughs> that's uh? incorrect. It's Freud, yes. Freudian slip is not that. And that's not what he meant. 
And then the... But, like, I meant, like, not the Freudian slip, but, like, a Freudian, like, accent. Like, oops. Yeah. Oedipus complex. That's what I was thinking of, too. I know. I'm a psych major, everyone. (laughs) Look at me. I'm not a psych major, and I know that. (laughs) Well, you took some psych classes, so you know a little bit. Um, Anyway, so that's when he began, you know, envisioning women being helpless. Like, Mm -hmm. four years old. Wrap your fucking brain around that. Okay. If you were a four-year-old child and you were like, this is this healthy. This is what I'm going to do with my life. <laughs> this is healthy. I thoroughly I feel fucking, good about this. I feel really awesome about what's happening. So this is when, um, like, he said that he enjoyed the look of terror in her eyes. Nope. Like, just, like, screaming at him to, like, get help. And he just was, like, staring at her. And so that image... He said that that image was imprinted in his mind for the rest of his life. Forever. And that's, like, how he began, like, wanting to, like... It wasn't him wanting to kill yet. Like, that's not when that happened, but that's when he started... Well, that's when he got the image of, like, being aroused by, like, helpless women. And, like, like, enjoying their fear. So, back... So that's, like, kind of a little bit of the backstory, but now let's go a little bit back. So as I said, he was born in 1945, back in the day, because, like, old people. He was... Probably had lead poisoning. (laughs) Had nothing to do with this. (laughs) It makes you aggressive, but not fucking creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it makes you look creepy, and he looks creepy. He looks like someone who has lead poisoning. (laughs) He definitely does. He looks like he... Is eating lead. Definitely. <laughs> I eat lead. Definitely, 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 definitely. So, he was born to... I love saying that. He was born to... It sounds fancy, but, like, he's a serial killer. So, let's move on. <laughs> he was born to Dorothea May Raider. Or Cook. Because that was her maiden name. What? Where is that? Right there. Why are you... I'm pretty sure that's still just Dorothy. Nope. Dorothea. I promise. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. Okay. Because, have you ever heard of Dorothea Puentes? Okay, well, I'm going to probably cover her, too. She's a fucking... Serial killer? Yeah. The only, like, woman serial killer I know is, um... Erin Wuornos. Well, she was the first documented serial killer, so that's probably why you know her so yeah. well. Also, she's creepy. <laughs> like, like, she just has a really off western accent she's just off yeah she was so so true her last her last words i don't know them directly but i remember it was like i'll be back yeah like like what it was because she was so paranoid that like she like was like i'm gonna be reincarnated i was like girl what a bird (laughs) because that's where your brain's at (laughs) literally so um back to our point dorothea may raider and William Elvin, I kind of love that. Like, I love it, Elvin. Love it. But you don't like, uh... Alvin? <laughs> I don't like where it came from. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. But it's, we're broken up, so it doesn't matter. True. But if you get pregnant. Anyway. Pro <laughs> <First> choice. <laughs> so, William Elvin Rader, and he was one of four sons. And, um... Rader was born in Columbus, Kansas. I saw this. I mostly saw Columbus, Kansas, but I also heard Pittsburgh, Kansas. Those are both up here, though, and I hate that. They're very close to us. Yes. 
And honestly, if you think about it, Kansas is like the most like bumfuck fucking state. You would not assume that there would be a serial killer in Kansas. But there is. Like if you were like what's if he's this, still here. What's the that's fair. <laughs> if you were like, what's this what do you think the most safe, boring fucking state is? Alaska. That they but they have a serial killer up there too. Yeah, but that's what I would say. Oh. Uh, Hawaii. Well, if you say boring, you have to say boring in there. Mm. That's where it Alaska. Gets. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. <laughs> yeah, because Hawaii sounds so fucking fun. It does. But we can't go there because they're in a crisis right now. Are they? Yeah, they. And also, they just hate tourists. Yeah, and, well, because we're destroying their lands. Yeah, I know. And so they're begging us not to come. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> like, fucking stop. Well, and when you get to Hawaii, you have to do a two-week quarantine. Really? Well, you have to do it before and after. That's all. I so mean, you gotta spend a month prepping for Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, no. Before you even can be there. Because I would love to go there and, like, watch, like, hula dancers and things like that, but I'm not going there. I don't want to culturally no. appropriate either. That too. And, like, they're gonna, if they tell me no, shit, I'm not going. Yeah. I do want to go to Alaska, though. I do, too. The cold is my... Happy place. Well, they're gonna, it's gonna be ruined by the fucking oil drums. Shit. <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> How do we always end up on politics? Political ideology. If you couldn't tell, we're liberals. Anyway. You're a socialist. Whatever. Fuck You're you. a communist. <laughs> I. I'm a filthy commie. Not a commie. <laughs> you think's better than a commie. Even a libtard. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fucking libs. <laughs> yeah. So who was that one guy at the KU story who was like being uber Republican? And they were like wrong place. Yes, 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 yes. Transphobic <laughs> moment. I was like, don't. Yeah, do that. that's what it was. They were it's like being transphobic. Well, what about it? Like, we don't want women in our bathrooms, <laughs> or we don't want men in the women's bathrooms. bathrooms. Also, the fact that men feel like they need to talk about it because it's like, it doesn't affect you. At all. Because it affects us, but like, also, I don't care. Even if it was like a, like a unisex moment, like, fucking don't care. Like, I just don't. I don't like stalled bathrooms in general. Exactly. Like, I think. There's such big gaps. I'm still afraid. Because the woman, the fucking sign that says woman does not stop a grown ass man from going in there. Yeah, anyone can go in there. Exactly. And they're like, but if you're trans, they let you in. What do you mean they let you in? Someone's there holding the door for like, you? Like, what? like, there's an invisible force field that, like, as long as you have a cooter, you can go in. You that's not how back. it works. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, yeah. dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not how it works. No. Anybody can get in there. Like, and very few use that, like, ideology of, like, oh, I'm a woman now as, like, a form of, like, sexual preference like yeah. as like an arousal thing people don't do that also if you are trans you're more likely to be straight as a trans person so you aren't even attracted to women if you are a woman that too yeah and it's also like people who are trans men they don't fucking say shit like men who are in the bathrooms of trans men i guarantee you they don't say anything because you can't tell yeah well like it's just so dumb I think we should have more gender-neutral bathrooms because those are not stall-based. Yes, and they're just a door. Yeah, so it doesn't matter because you're never going to the bathroom at the same time as another person. Exactly. Which is such a weird concept yes. that I don't understand why we're okay with. And also, why is there five of us sitting two inches apart yeah. with a metal divider? Okay. I could reach under and tickle your bum if I wanted to. <laughs> Like, so, what? did you ever throw my dad peed on somebody's foot? Uh, 
<laughs> but you can tell it to them. Okay, so here's a cute little story. This is what I'm saying, though. Men's bathrooms are, are never, disgusting. I will never understand it, though, because why do you feel okay pissing that close to somebody when your dicks are out? Yeah, like, urinals are such a weird... Exactly. Pass- you are pissing like, next to strangers. And they're like, the rule is one stall apart. You have to be one urinal away from each other. But even then, your dicks are out simultaneously. Like, you can see someone's genitals. Like, <laughs> the one thing that I remember from grade school is the no-no bear saying, <laughs> nobody should see your genitals. And then you go this into a bathroom and they square. throw all of that out the door. They're like, I actually whip them out. Let's get back. I got my ruler. Um, if you didn't know. It's my dick ruler. It has special measurements. <laughs> see this? Six inches. <laughs> it makes me happy. If... If if men can claim that they have bigger dick dick sizes, I can claim a different gender. <laughs> That's or how men do it with height too. Yeah. They're like I'm five nine, therefore I'm six foot. Yeah. <laughs> so, if men can be a completely different like a description, <laughs> so can trans people. Because I saw a thing where it's like, um, how come I can't identify as a black a lesbian? It was like a white guy. I'm like, you can! You <laughs> Nobody's stopping you from doing that. You're gonna look really stupid <laughs> with your fucking hick shit. But no one's actually stopping you. Yeah, no one's gonna be like, hmm. Like, what are they? They're gonna say, no, you're not, and then that's it. But people do that to trans people anyway. Yeah. They go, like, I'm a you'll woman. you know what no, it's like. <laughs> but, like, back to what I was saying. Like, women's bathrooms. If there's, like, five stalls. I was at a concert. It was a 20 stall on this side, 20 stall on this side. That is 40 people pissing and shitting in the same room at the same time. What the fuck? Why? And there's always little gaps. Why is that such a normalized thing versus having 10 gender neutral bathrooms? Like... In just different little rooms. I would much rather be... With a door that locks. Yeah. And, like, is a full bathroom. I would be okay with that. I mean, I guess it's a little more inconvenient, though, if you're at, like, a concert, because there'd be so many rooms. Yes. But at the same time, it's so weird that stalls are so normalized. Just everywhere, too. Yeah. There's this place, I think it's in China, where it's, like... A glass bathroom. And when you lock it, it turns, like... That, but there's also one where it's double-sided, like, one-sided, where you can see yeah. people, but they can't see you, and it's like a mirror. I hate that. Another <laughs> like, one? I am, I'm too pee-shy. <laughs> like, I'm pee-shy when someone else is in the room. I don't shit. look at people I'm, walking by. I'm shit-shy. Yeah. I mean, I've so gotten... So is my mom. I've gotten better, like, doing it around you and, like, my sisters. Well, that's good. We live together. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I've known you guys for a hot minute. And I'm like, it's... Even that is hard, though. Especially, I have, like, diarrhea moment. Which like, is always... Yeah, spicy poopy. Like, <laughs> just staring at me. And, like, but with the gaps, you can <laughs> see people. Yeah. But, like, bleh. Anyway, like, though. The, they're just so close together. Like, like when people, like... You could high-five. <laughs> hold hands. When people are like, can you hand me some toilet paper? It makes me realize how close you are. Because you can, like, hold hands. <laughs> More support. Like, what are we doing? Why is... I will die on this hill. Why are stalls normalized? <laughs> I'll die on that fucking I hill. understand. I, f- I kind of feel very similarly, but you just get used to it. Just like you would get used to a trans person coming into your bathroom. To a bathroom. Because it's a bathroom. Yeah, exactly. If I can get used to going to the bathroom two inches from another woman, 
you can get used to uh, comparing uh, fake dicks. Because you know what? <laughs> they make their own. They pick. The way? That's so awesome. The way they get to, they get to pick a size and, like, the girth. But they get to, like, they put a little, I mean, there's different ways you can get boners. But one of them, I follow a trans man because I like to, like, listen to, like, what he has to say about being a trans man. And he literally was talking about a boner, and he has a fucking pump in his scrotum, and he just squeezes it, and it just boop, boop, boop. So he can pick when he has a boner? Yes! That's everything. Do you know but how, how can, many men would kill for that? Exactly, and he can also just orgasm whenever, like, he can just orgasm. Like, obviously there's no, like, seed, but, like, he just, he can still, like, have a normal orgasm, like, penetrative, what? Penetra- Penetration-wise? Yes. I'm like, that's fucking everything. I really... Mm. I really want to see it. <laughs> Can you like? I want to go over to this guy's house, sit there, and say, "All right, boner. All right, good. Check." I would ask to squeeze it. Orgasm. I would ask to squeeze it. Like, a little pump. <laughs> and then like, be like, "All right, like, and orgasm. Go." No, that's not how that works. You can't like orgasm anytime you want. No, I know. You can just like. <gasps> But, like, you can have, it's just like a dude having sex, but except for you have to pump up your little, little guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all aired up, let's go. <laughs> That's literally awesome. Does it deflate? I bet it does. Do you have to depump? <laughs> I actually don't know that, but I do know that's what he talked about. He's like, that's how you get it. I mean, there's different ways. It's like Viagra. Yeah, better. Boop, the pump. It's kind of <laughs> It's literally my favorite thing. But back to the pee story, because I haven't told it yet. So my dad, we were in Sam's. And so, another weird thing. When a man goes into a stall, you know they're shitting. Yeah. Because it's like a or they telltale. Or That, but like, it's a telltale. Yeah. Because it's like, men use urinals when they have to be. So it's like, as soon as they go into a stall, Poopy. oh, they're shitting. Dirty bitch. And for some reason, though, shitting is like always like an embarrassing thing. It's like worse than peeing. Or like, ewey. Whatevs. I mean, whatevs, but also I'm like... Someone just like tooty really loud. <laughs> like, I love when you're in the stall next to someone who's blowing it up. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They're too. like, <laughs> I love when they just don't care. They're like, you know what, man? <laughs> We're at Taco Bell. <laughs> this is what it is. It's like my favorite thing on earth. So what happened? But I don't even know why my dad decided to choose the urinal exactly next to the stall. He could have done a badass. <laughs> just don't give a fuck. So my dad also has this thing where it's like, you men should not be wearing flip-flops to like open toe shoes because that's like a pussy thing and yes he is a republican i'm sorry everyone he but he's like he's like moderate he's okay he's not like homophobic or racist or anything like that he just he's has toxic masculinity. toxic masculinity that's exactly what he has because he's also been a blue collar worker for like a very long time he just now like got like like a white collar shit like a white collar job well like eight years ago but anyway anyway so he chose a fucking stall right next to, or a urinal right next to this guy in a stall, shitting away, and this guy had fucking slippers on, or like flip-flops, and his toes, <laughs> his toes were just like kind of out, like pigeon-toed. Instead of like straight, he like, <clears throat> and I'm like, what the fuck? And so my dad was staring. Pissing. Well, my dad was pissing, and he like, had like such a, he had to pee so bad that it was just like a very forced stream. And so it would, like, splash in the urinal and splash out, and it fucking pissed on that guy's toes. And he, like, my dad was like, oh, no. And then, like, he watched his foot, like, slowly slide back into the stall because he pissed on his toes. And I was like, and my dad, because we were in Sam's Club, like I said, and my dad walks out, and he just has, like, this fucking grin. And I was like, what Shit the- Shit-eating grin. Uh, yeah, I was like, what the fuck do you do? He's like, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't say. I'm like, 
you have to fucking tell me. He's like, I pissed on somebody. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? But like, that's what I mean. What the hell? Okay, so let's get back to our dentist boy. Um, so he was either born in Columbus or Pittsburgh. I've seen more Columbus, so I'm gonna say Columbus. I'm pretty sure Columbus is a suburb of Pittsburgh. Am I incorrect? I am not 100 percent sure. Okay, so that's what's up. Um. <clears throat> anyway, so they grew. He grew up in Wichita, like as a kid. So let's. That explains a lot. What do you mean, Wichita? What about Wichita? That is dangerous. Fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. So people from Wichita are like, it's not that bad. No, it is. No, it is. Yeah. Okay, so because he eventually moved to Park, Kansas, Park which, City, Park City, Kansas, which is near five minutes from Wichita. Yeah. But he was in Wichita when he was younger. So in 1949, the Raider family, because he had two, wrong, I think three brothers. Yeah, that's what you said. Right now. I'm gonna look it up. Okay, so his brothers, there were no sisters. Um, so he had a brother, Paul Raider, Bill Raider, and Jeff Raider. So there's also a fun little moment. I have a friend. Mm-mm. Yep. And she thinks that her mom came in contact with one of Dennis's brothers, Bill Raider. Because he is always super... Because the guy that like came in... Um, I'm not gonna like say where it like was in anything because it's very close to where I live. <laughs> so I don't like wanna like eh. Um, so he walked in in like this little building and the person at the front, like the front desk person, was like, Hey, blah blah blah, trying to make conversation and he was very like like closed and like didn't wanna talk about like his like, family and things like that. Like, he was just very, like, I don't know. And so he signed... I don't know if he signed it Raider. I think there was a different last name. But it was Bill and then, like, that. And he looked exactly like... Because there's pictures of his brothers. And he looks exactly like Bill Raider. And they were like... (laughs) They were like, Jesus Christ. So, I thought that was kind of fun. Because his family still fucking lives near here. Like, near... Not Lawrence, but, like, near Wichita. And they haven't really gone anywhere else. Because I'm like, where do you go? You're gonna... That's gonna follow you. (laughs) Well, they might. That's what I mean. He's not. (laughs) That's where they go. He's going nowhere. Unless they did bad things, too, but I don't think so. I know. Not that I've read. So, all the family, all the fun little family, in 1949, the Raiders moved to Wichita... And that's and they were like downtown Wichita, and they moved into I'm gonna say the street address. Don't freak out about it. Go check it out. Go look at it. I actually don't know what the house looks like right now, but it is. I doubt anyone bought it. (laughs) Probably not. You know that Gacy's house is up for sale. They like tore it down. Want to buy it? No, but well they tore it down and then built another house over it, but it's for sale. But it's exactly where it was. I'm good. Oh, okay. Just like didn't know if you wanted it. So, um, anyway, they moved into a house on 4815 North Seneca Street, and this house had little chickens, and they were in a yard, like, oh big, they had, like, a big yard. It's never good when there's animals involved. Well, tell all serial killers start. 
Yes, because this is what he said about, like, his fond memories of the little chick, chick chicks. Um, he said that he enjoyed watching his parents and grandparents tie up the chickens and slaughter them. Yeah, that checks. Yeah. So, like, they would, because he loved to watch them struggle. Like, that's his big thing. Anybody or anything that, like, could struggle, he was like, oh, I'm so sexually aroused. He's <laughs> like, like, oh, my I'm, God, boner. <laughs> yeah. So he loved watching them struggle. And I think that's what Dennis's thing was. He enjoyed watching them struggle before they died and not the actual act of killing, which is, like, fucking psychotic. But who am I to <laughs> diagnose him? But, <laughs> So he really, really enjoyed that. And that's when he got into animal torture. God. Yeah. So he liked to torment like little animals and like watch them struggle. And if then you say anything about a cat. I will. It's always the cat. But it's not like it's I'm not going into detail. He just It's always the cat yeah, though. It because they're easy. I hate it. Because they're even as adults, they're tiny and they're just easy to like like imagine if someone did that to little Simon. I would not I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just and saying no, I just they're hate thinking about it's it. It's just an easier <clears throat> target. Than, like, a dog, because dogs are all different sizes, unless it's a puppy. Or a chihuahua. He said that he enjoyed watching them struggle, and then, like, when their head got, when they, like, chopped off their heads. But, like, again, like, however, when this is, in the, almost the 50s, obviously, back in the day, I mean, it's still, there are still some, like, old farmers that do shit like that, where they, like, kill their own chickens and things like that, but it doesn't really happen that often anymore. People just go to the store. But, like, they're... The family is just fucking cooking a meal for their family. And he's like, this is sexy. I'm like, what are you doing? And, like, mind you, born in... Fetishes are the weirdest shit, man. Mind you, born in 45, moved there, watched chickens die in 49. Still four years old. That's not a very old age to be like, this is everything I've wanted. Like, what is wrong with you? And so this is when it gets into the cats. I'm really sorry. This is not going to be good. Good, Actually, it's pretty um, torturous. So what he would do is obviously he got an inspiration from the chickens when they would hang the chickens. And He's then, like, shit, you guys got a good idea going on. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so fucking smart. So he would, of course, cats. There's, like, stray cats fucking everywhere, especially, like. That's a farm for you. Yeah. And so he would catch the little kitties and um, hang them. And watch them... Like with the noose? Yep. And watch Little them... Little kitties? <laughs> so sad. And he's, he would watch them struggle until they died. Yeah. That's so sad. It's so sad. So, from a very young age, obviously, fucking Dennis related pleasure and arousal to somebody else's pain or something else, some creature. I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't kill... An animal for, like, food. Let alone enjoying its death and, like, watching it struggle to die. That's crazy. Who does that? Who fucking does that? Serial killers, actually. So, so um, that's also when he started, like, because of, like, the chickens and the cats and the mother couch situation, he started to get a little wild with his fun little imagination He's like, guys, let me join Boy Scouts. Yes, and he said he vividly recalled suffering an earache when he was somewhere between the ages of five and seven, and his mother pinned him down while a female doctor punctured his ear to help drain the infection. 
And he said that that is when he um, found that he also enjoyed being, like, bound and constructed. So, um, let's go back to the age. Oh, five to seven years old. And he was like, I'm a big fan of BDSM. Big old fan. You are a fucking toddler. You are barely a child. Yeah, I want to clarify that. She's not hating on BDSM. No. She's hating on children. (laughs) I'm just hating on children who are creepy. Yeah. Like, no. At first it sounded like the BDSM until you said the end, so I wanted to make sure. Yeah. That was clarified. Well, I was going to clarify that anyway. Okay. Because BDSM is fine when it's two consenting adults. Yeah. Adults. I want to iterate. E. What is it? Iterate? Iterate? Reiterate. Reiterate. Consenting and adults. Both have to be there. <laughs> yep, 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 Both yep, yep. And that's fine. I mean, personally, if I was ever tied up, I would have a panic attack <laughs> because I couldn't go anywhere. Like, if you love that per, if you love being, like, dominated or being the dominatrix, per, 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 love it, love it, love that for you. Don't care. As long as you're not hurting someone else or others, I don't care. I don't. I don't care what you do. But, like, he's five. He's five. He's five. And they're like, I'm, this is really hot. And so, this is also fun. I'm going to talk more about, like, his sexual awakening, because this is when he really starts getting into sexual awakening, bondage, and that's how he starts his killings. He's still a child. He's still a child. A hundred percent. Yep. So, again, when he was pretty young, relatively young, probably still in elementary school, he started cutting slick ads, like the female nudies, out of like magazine advertisements, and he would start being really creative and really fun, and um, drawing gags and ropes on them. So, he would, yeah. And so then, he would uh, cut them out, cut like his drawings out, and <clears throat> really enjoyed that. He would cut them out and paste them on a three by five index card and he would carry them around with him. <laughs> Guys, let's see my heart project. I'll show you. <laughs> you ain't got it for cool. Fuck. And so he would carry them around because he said that it, like, helped him imagine that he could always be in control of them. Because he had a fucking art project, a really creepy one, in his pocket and was like, this is good. This is what I been looking for my entire life (laughs) and this is where it gets really really creepy and really really gross um i already read it unfortunately you did you shouldn't have i didn't mean to look i reading before it's like when you are reading like a book and then you accidentally read the next page exactly yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm trying not to look (laughs) so (laughs) but i saw it and i'm really upset so he would like he often masturbated often often he would often masturbate into his mother's underwear because he would think about being spanked and like mommy, like that's what he thought about when he like masturbated. When he would do that, yeah. So that's really, that's like um, awful, awesome. It's genuinely one of the um, so so good. Now there's another thing. They're called the Lonely Hearts Killers, and I also really want to do this one because it's a couple serial killers. So they're like a couple, and they. Yeah, I know um, the Lonely Heart Killers. You do? Oh, fuck. I They're really good. They're, well, I don't love them, but, like, I No, it's, like, like, a good, like... It's a fun case. Like, I like the case. I, yeah. I don't know how to, like, express fascination without sounding like I enjoy when people get murdered, because no. that's not at all, <laughs> like... 
what I'm trying it's to say. It's pure intrigue. Yeah, and that's not the point of, like, podcasts like this, is to be like, this is totally awesome of, like, killers. It's to just spread awareness. To not get Fucking killed. napped. Yeah. And also... To, to talk about talk about psych- lead poisoning. Yes. <laughs> but, like, to get into the psyche of why people do what they do. And that's the biggest thing for, like, crime people. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. Is when people are fascinated with crime, it's not because of... It's not like we like crime. Especially you, you're a criminal prosecutor. Exactly. I'm fucking absolutely against it. And I wish there weren't crimes. Yeah. But, like, the whole point is to get into their mind and find out how to stop it. And that's one of the reasons why I enjoy crime. Because I like to think about how and why and like get in their minds and like yeah it's not about killing like enjoying that people are dead like anyway (laughs) but um so his dad had a book of the lonely heart killers because i don't know when they killed like i don't know what year it was gotta be the 40s probably bonnie and clyde time right um they were in the 30s Okay. So probably around there, 30s or 40s, like early. Because I can't remember if Lonely Heart was before or after Bonnie Clyde. I think it was after. Okay. Because they were the first murder. Well, they didn't murder. Bank robbed couple. Yeah. They murdered people, but I had not a because huge, they had to. I had a huge obsession with fucking Bonnie and Clyde. Like, yeah. I'm not even kidding. And Clyde? Sexy. No, stop. He is a criminal, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't really kill people, it was Bonnie. Yeah. Bonnie was the one who was Bonnie's funny. fucking cray cray. She was she was also awesome. <laughs> she, she was a fucking psycho bitch. And that's the thing, is like people romanticize Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. And I well, don't there's think a literal whole play about it. A musical. Yeah, I don't think she people should be doing that. <laughs> it's a really good musical though. It's uh Jordan uh what's his face? Jordan Peele? No. That's all I think about when you say Jordan. <laughs> and like movies. That's immediately he is such a good fucking director he is but that's not i know because he always does something about broadway jordan let me look now it's gonna bother me because he does every jordan peele does like racial stuff and i really really enjoy them i mean body and blood are racist so i mean (laughs) well it's about the (laughs) he teaches critical race theory (laughs) this fucking us was so good oh my god jeremy jordan my theater peeps will know. I hate alliteration names. I don't know why. Fuck you! Katie Kern! <laughs> Actually, I do like yours because I like calling you Kern-y Kern. I know you do. <laughs> but I'm not a big fan of it. I feel like it's weird. But I hate mine. My I like Peter Parker. Peter Parker. But I hate my initials because it's or. Either way. Because it's O-A-R or O-A-R. O-A-R, yeah. I already said O-A-R. <laughs> I was getting to the point later than you did. <laughs> so it's or and or. And I've always hated that. But anyway, oh my God, have you ever had one of those moments where you like, I've lived this moment before? Is that what this is? Yeah, I'm I, like I've had this like I've had this dream. Yeah, where we've had this conversation. Really? Yep. Oh. The brains are crazy, man. That is fucking psycho. I don't know what that is, but I don't like it. I don't really like it that much. It happens to me all the time though too, and I'm like, fuck, this is one of those things. Yeah. Okay, so, um. He was, he would, like, read the Lonely Heart Killer's book, because his dad had it, and he would be sexually aroused by, like, the murders, and he would fucking masturbate to his father's copy of that book, Mm -hmm. because he's gross. He's the grossest person. Now, here's another fun one. Here's an incident when he was 11. Um, he became known as a peeping Tom at 11, because 
That's what he'd be doing. So he ended up stalking his fifth grade teacher. He would climb up her tree, like a tree by her window, which has always been a fear of mine. That's why you don't like trees? Oh, I enjoy a good tree, but like never a tree by my window. Yeah. <laughs> because also storms too, if they like. Yeah, I know. We had that issue last night. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> but it wasn't a tree, it was just hail. <laughs> so he climbed up her tree, like by her window, to like spy on her. And he would. He would bring ropes. And he would contemplate, like, sneaking in her house and, like, binding her with it. But, like, he would bring them. But then he would just end up being in the tree and tying himself with the ropes and then masturbating. I don't love that for, the, for him. <laughs> yeah. he just be doing it. But, like, when it's like this, I would be so worried about my child. But, like, at least he's not actually hurting people at this moment. Like, if... Like, this it could be worse. Like, if this were my child, and I like, found out about this, obviously I would take him to therapy. Yikes! And it would have been... Hopefully, I would assume it'd be helpful, and it, he would not become a murderer. Helpful. And I'm not blaming this on the parents, because this was back in the day, and I doubt he told them. And I was like, hey, Mom, guess what? You Mom, guess what? I was masturbating and did tweet all the time. <laughs> and then Willie masturbated in your underwear, and I want you to fuck me. Fake <laughs> <laughs> <Make> me, mommy. <laughs> like, that's him. That's <laughs> him. He was so creepy. So, he would do that, which is fun. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to do that. And nobody ever do that. That's disgusting. Don't be doing it. <laughs> so, he also enjoyed being tied up by other children. So, like, he was a child... But he also wanted other children to tie him up. And this is where I fucking hate. Because Albert Fish, he also used to do this, but with his own children. But mm-hmm. he was an adult. So they use innocent children's, like, this is just a fun little game, for, like, their own sexual pleasure. And that's what he's doing in this incident. But it's a little bit better, because he's not an adult. Yeah. A little bit. But I think he's older than these kids. Mm. They were, like, children he was, like, preteen. Oh, that's still bad. Never mind. I thought it was, like, kids his age. No. So, he says that he recalls an occurrence when he was 12, and, oh, no, never mind, I lied. They, well, he says his friends, so he never specifically says what age his friends are, but I'm assuming they're probably the similar age. So, either way, he does, it does say children, though. So, I'm assuming he also did this with younger kids, but I'm not going to fully say that. Because I may have just made that up in my head. But I feel like that's something he would do. <laughs> what? Are you enjoying this? No. Yeah. I hate it when you bring kids into this. I'm I thought sorry. BTK was safe. No, because I can't believe you didn't hear about the first murder. You didn't know about the... his. That's like the, one of his most famous. I know about the one where he locked the kids in the bathroom. Oh, that's not... Because it's the first, the Otero murders is what he's, like, really known for, because it was his first one. And he did it terribly, too. Like, the fucking chaos is ridiculous. So, he remembers that at 12 years old, him and one of his friends um, snuck into a farm, and the kid who lived there led a group of bullies to Raider, and they would tie, and they'd tie him up and his friends for, like, trespassing, and he was like, yes. He fucking enjoyed it. And he, you know what he says? And I quote, being tied up and threatened 
like this aroused me, end quote. That's what he said. He would. So, he fucking did that shit on purpose. He's like, oh, I'm so gonna do this again. <laughs> this is literally awesome. Like, I'm like, ew. You're fucking He gross. probably loved getting arrested and handcuffed. <laughs> <laughs> probably. He's like, thank you. <laughs> He's like, thank you, Mr. Police Officer. <laughs> he, there's no way he's not gay. <laughs> That's what I said. But he only goes after the women because the Oterra murder, it's... It's because he was born in the 40s. He has inter, inter, internal homophobia. That, but also, but so did Gacy, and he... Gacy, you're a fuck. He was like, give me a little Yeah, pretty much. And he also was a clown. Okay, there are more things <laughs> with Gacy. I hate that fucking bitch. I hate him. I, like, could, I would claim that Gacy was mentally insane. <laughs> he could claim it. Nobody else could. Like, that is an insane man. I stand by that. <laughs> He's psychotic. So, what's fun is that... What's uh, fun? Well, never it's, a good way to it's not actually fun. But it's something that I find interesting is that... Dennis, when he, like, got caught and he was, like, interviewing and things like this, he would say that the dark part of himself was called wearing the black hat. And then, because, again, he was Lutheran, so he grew up in a very conservative Christian household. So did I. I don't kill people. Well, so did I. And I, well, I was actually people. Lutheran, like... Well, I was... I don't know what I was. <laughs> what fucking... Unfortunately religious, but what, still. What grade of Christianity was I? I don't know. No, Lutheranism but in, is not Christianity. It's not? No. What's Lutheran? Like, it's own thing. Yeah, but you believe in God. Yes, but so, so do Catholics, and that's not the same thing. Yeah, but they're Christians. And there's different branches of Christianity. There's so much. That's what I'm saying. They are still Christians. Lutherans are Christians. They're just a different branch. They believe in a completely different Bible, though. Oh, yes. So they're still Christians, okay. because you believe in God. That's the definition of Christianity, it's when you believe in God. But that's why there's different branches, because yeah. people were branching out, and they're like, I don't like your roles, bitch. But, because we're still homophobic, don't worry. You are? No. Lutherans. <laughs> so, but I'm saying, as a Christian boy, because this is what he said, that the good Christian part of himself, he would call wearing the white hat. It's like a devil and an angel on your shoulder kind of thing. Yes. But you want to know what he called his dark side? I feel like I know the answer to this, but I can't remember. Take a guess, please. I don't remember. I need you to guess something. Because I need... Bubba the Clown. Because <laughs> I really want to build this momentum up. Because it's the stupidest thing. I said what I said. Okay. Ready? I've heard it before, I just don't remember. The Minotaur. Yep. <laughs> I do remember. The <laughs> Minotaur. Which is, like, the objectively worst uh, imaginary animal. Yeah. I agree. Like, Cerberus was my favorite. This is the biggest puppy. You missed Unicorn. That's so no, awesome. No, Cerberus was my favorite because Hellhounds, badass. I do love Hellhounds. Exactly. That's badass shit But for I you. also love a good um, pan. Mm-hmm. Pans are cool. What is that? It's a little goat man. <laughs> like, um... I'm just like a picture like, of a pan. Hold on. Like from Narnia? That guy? Like goat man? <laughs> Hello? I'm Googling a picture of a gut, uh, pan. Yeah, but isn't it like Narnia? I don't know. I don't know. You've that. never seen Narnia? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's because he plays the pan flute. That's where the name comes from. Oh, really? Yeah. I just know him from Narnia. Oh, man. Well, I've never seen that. So. 
Yeah. She was obsessed with that show. My, my dad has seen a pan in real life. <laughs> He's seen hellhounds too, man. What shit is he smoking? He was dead sober. <laughs> because he's like, whenever we went out hellhound hunting, we made sure to be sober. Hellhound hunting? People are sober here. Do you know how boring Gary Bend is? <laughs> Sometimes you create hellhounds to be not boring. <laughs> I created a fake imaginary friend. Yeah, like everybody, a, a lot of people did. No, but like I didn't actually have one. You know how people. Oh, are like, you wanted to have, have one, one, so you made one, and then you were like, "This is stupid." <laughs> Literally, I did that. <laughs> so, um, that's what he called like his killer self. He would call the Minotaur. But honestly, people don't know that because he never really mentions it. He like s- like barely talks about the Minotaur. He was just using that as a fucking another goddamn excuse. He was like, "I'm mentally ill. I have DED." Okay, I'm like fuck Incorrect. you. Like you don't you don't get to use DDD as your DID. D- is the DDD is also a thing? DID is like multiple personalities, and I think that's what you're meaning. But what is DDD? This is so su- double dog. <laughs> double <laughs> dog dare you, bitch. Look at that. I think it's a, another way to say DID, but maybe I'm crazy. DDD medical abbreviation is degenerative disc disease. <laughs> so okay. that's what you mean <laughs> that's exactly what I meant because <laughs> that's what's pulling up for everything for DDD little weird so yeah he didn't really talk about it but he used DID as which is stupid a cop out because there's definitely not people with DID who are just normal living their lives and like don't actually murder people <laughs> but his weirdo fake personalities that he likes to pretend that he had. Yes. Black hat and white hat. He referred to it as cubing. What? Yeah. And he later said, quote, I would do what I call cubing. It started in childhood as make-believe. Those white hat fantasies turned dark. They probably started before I can remember. I would cube into a storyteller for my brother, mostly at night. I cubed into a cowboy when we played as a as we played oh my god wait i cubed into a cowboy when we played as i got darker fantasies i cubed into a lone wolf i spent endless time inventing my make-believe fort as i grew up the mental cubing was an escape from a boring class or job i found time to daydream each day because it was my best time it always recharged me when i felt alone my cube my cubing made me feel better it was easy to cube into the dark side as my secret. I wasn't hurting anyone, only in my mind. End quote. <laughs> awesome. There was just so much there. So cubing is when he just becomes different things. I don't, I don't love that. I don't particularly enjoy that. So later in life, I saw three words. Spooky big time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Like, more like in his teen years, he became pretty obsessed with, like, horror movies and, like, actual serial killers. Like, his big ones were, like, Son of Sam and, um, Ted Bundy and things like that. But also, but those were a little bit, um, before him, too. Like, when he started murdering, they, those were, like, his inspirations. And he was, like, yeah. So, but, like, as a teen, he loved horror movies and serial killers and all that shit. But, I mean, we do too, but that doesn't mean we're not fucking murdering people. So, 
Um, <laughs> so Let's yeah, it's really fun. So um, during his teen years, he would bind his hands and ankles with rope or cover his head with a bag. So, so if you bind both your hands and your feet, how do you get out of that <laughs> without mouth? Help. I'm guessing mouth. I bet he didn't do it very tight. Oh, okay. Also, boost out. Yes, but I'm just, like, trying to think through the logistics of it, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, during his teen years, he would bind his hands and ankles with rope or cover his head with a bag to restrict his breathing, and that's how, also, he got the idea to do that to his victims, because he thought that, like, he would enjoy that. And he just, he, everything he did to his victims, he did to himself, but he just didn't kill himself. He should Was she, yeah. I wish you would have. Now, um, I'm not gonna yet talk about like his marriage life, but when he did get married, because he, full ass grown man, got married, had kids, and still murdered people. Insane. On to the me. side. Like, his side trick was murder. Yes, and that's insane to me. He had a full time job. People. That has to be a t shirt when we make merch. What? His side chick was murder. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of cool. <laughs> but like, that's what I'm saying is that, like, he had a full life, and he was like, I'm going to make time for murdering people. And, like, his kids never noticed. His wife never fucking noticed. So, to be fair, it wasn't, like, a happy marriage. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, though. Like, they weren't, like, having lots of sex, though. They yeah. had kids, and that was about it. Yeah. But, like, back in the day, I feel like that's mostly, mostly what it was. It was, like, you didn't really have time for each other. It was mostly, like... Yeah, that's fair. Like, it was very rare that, like, couples had time for each other. And, like, that makes me sad. And, like, that's why I probably never want to dance. Because I'm like, I don't, I don't want to have... I don't want that to just be my life. Yeah. But... And um, little Alvin. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, um, he continued this throughout his lifetime. Mm-hmm. Like, before he got arrested and things Yippee. like that. Yeah. Because he doesn't die. He doesn't kill himself or anything. He does get arrested and he is still alive in prison today. He's just hanging out. He is literally killing it. That was poor choice of words. <laughs> but, so when he would um, do this in his married time, like, he would do his self-bondage. I, I mean, again, you're not necessarily hurting yourself. You could possibly end up killing yourself if you do that. I wish that would happen. To him? Yeah. But he continued this throughout his lifetime, so, like, one of his big things, I'll talk about this also later, but um, when he kills his victims, he wears their clothes and puts on a cute little mask with, like, makeup on it, and he would... Um, I forgot about that. He would tie himself up and take Polaroids of it. I don't even know how he was able to do that. Like he was, I would have laughed. <laughs> like, at myself. Well, he would do it at his house, but also in the middle of forests. Like, there was just, like, he was, there are pictures of him online tied up like that. Like, near trees. Like, how does one do that? That's everything. Yeah, and he would take pictures of himself. And then he would use those to just, like, masturbate, and, like, he thoroughly enjoyed he's doing it. He's like, that. this is good, yeah. Yeah, he's disgusting. This is the move, guys. Yeah, but that's, that's like, that's one of the big things that he was known for, is, like, doing that, which is disgusting. I can't believe I've never seen those photos. I can't believe I've never, they're so famous, and they're gross. So, it's, like, have you seen those videos that are, like, when historians look back, they're gonna think this was this? 
That's gonna be like some sort of Slenderman type shit <laughs> in the future. <laughs> Turn into war. Yeah. <laughs> like that just one picture yeah. is gonna be war. Like it's gonna be like this stupid name of something, <laughs> and it's gonna be like, have you seen this? Like, <laughs> like if you go out at night and you say his name three times, like that'll happen. People <laughs> like come get you. I guess. But <laughs> take your clothes. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> so he can wear them. And then you have to help him tie himself up. Yeah. <laughs> and then and, you're free to go. And then, but you have to take one picture. <laughs> you have to take one of the new But, um, so, again, he would do self-bondage throughout his entirety of everything. And But he would tell his wife later that he was going to, like, jobs, like, business trips and things like that. Um, but actually what he was doing was self-bondaging himself in motels and they were called ready ready building up building up motel parties <laughs> they were just himself i don't think you could have a party with that person <laughs> two's a crowd one's a party <laughs> <laughs> huh what the fuck is <laughs> i don't know oh god so um Back to so teen years. We're in his teen years. This is a timeline. So we're back to fourteen-year-old Raider. He was super excited to learn about another pair of serial killers. On November fifteenth, he was riding in a car with a girl, and he had a big old fat, big fatty fat crush on her. Okay, and he heard on the radio that two men had tied four family members up with ropes and then slaughtered them. Good. Yeah. And Raider's immediate reaction. Oh my god, jealous. Well, he, <laughs> his immediate reaction, but like he kept it in his mind. He wasn't like. Didn't let those interest thoughts out. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> but he wanted to do that to the girl he was sitting with in the car. Imagine. I want to talk to that girl. <laughs> but like, imagine. More than anything. But imagine knowing later in life, you find out that the guy. You went on a date with. Was a serial killer. Well, would soon to be a serial killer. And imagined and dreamt and wanted to tie you up. And talks about it actively. He's like, this is fucking hell. He's like, this is my favorite thing to do. And so that's like when he was like, this is when my dark fantasies come out. This is when the dark hat, I put on the dark hat. I'm like, shut up. You're just gross. Like, that's just who you are. You don't have fucking DID, bestie. You're just gross. You're just a trash person. True. Yeah. And so, as a teen, he started um, actually committing crimes. But like, but like petty crimes, right? Yeah, he would break into houses of females and like steal their stuff. Yeah. So he would steal like their undies and their stockings. And Which he would, checks. Yeah. And he would masturbate with them. Obviously. So like, again. he doesn't live with mommy anymore. He was a teen. Oh. Teen, so yeah. He doesn't live with mommy anymore. <laughs> he's like, he's got to find somebody else's underwear. <laughs> so, like, that was, like, his, one of his fave things to do. So, he wanted to dabble in his sexual awakening. He wanted to, like, dip his toes in a little water. Why did we both do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, like, he wanted to just, he wanted to experiment a little bit. Nope. And that's obviously when it just gets really bad. When you start... What? No. When you start getting, when you start committing crimes, that's when you just can't be doing that. You can't stop either. 
it always escalates. You know how they say uh, gateway drugs? Yeah. Gateway crimes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 100%. It's such a real thing. Because you always, it always starts with, like, theft, burglary. And then it goes to, like, car theft, embezzlement, tax fraud. But it never usually gets to murder. Well, but in the little cases, it definitely does. Yeah. When you're a child and you're murdering animals and, like, torturing them, look out for those people. <laughs> Those Tell their people, parents. You gotta, you gotta admit those people at some hospitals. Because there's only a few people, like a few serial killers, in which I can account that didn't torture animals yeah. or didn't have anything to do with animals, like Bundy, Dahmer, Kemper, fucking. You need to do Kemper soon. Dennis, I want he's really good, but you have to do Gacy. Oh, so much work to do Gacy. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm the one doing parters. You have to do parters. I did a parter once, didn't I? No. I've done so many. That's why I don't like doing parters. I don't think I can handle that. Yeah, I just don't know how many parts this one's going to be, but hopefully not too bad. So, yeah. When you just start doing crimes, don't be doing that. Since he masturbated quite frequently, he decided to name them. His masturbations? Yes. Do you remember what I told you they were called? Mm-mm, that was in January. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't tell me. I know I did. Because you really want to know. Was it not the thing I said a minute ago? It's, you said it wrong, but yeah, oh. it was what you read. Okay. What? Sparky Big Time. Yep. <laughs> and he would also call it the Big G. So, I don't, just call it orgasming and masturbating. Don't be weird. But of course, Dennis had to be fucking unique. He named it everything he was a big fan of naming things well because he wanted to be famous for something and he wanted to like, he's like i'm gonna get something's gonna catch on <laughs> like this is it this is big, sparky big time that's that's the one that's the name btk sbt's <laughs> sparky big times like ew like that doesn't even it's not even like cohesive like it's not it doesn't sound good like you're like, just what is sparking <laughs> If I'm masturbating at something sparking, <laughs> really, really wrong. You're being caught on fire, probably. Don't say that word. Caught on fire. <laughs> yeah. Okay, potato fucking bitch. Potato bitch. I love being called potato bitch. My favorite. You are a potato bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. He just decided that's what he wanted. <laughs> but like, I feel like he just didn't. I feel like he just thought of that in the moment. He was like, oh my god, oh my god, it's Sparky Big Time! <laughs> no, I mean, like... That's good. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking, like, he was in an interview room, and he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he was already caught, and he's like, guys, I gotta make something memorable. He had, like, a notebook in his cell. He's like... This is genius! This is so good! Like, 12 stars. <laughs> it's a solid gold. Cause you know he's probably in isolation. He know to bounce this shit off of <laughs> off the walls. His, his DOD, his mobile personality. <laughs> he's like, oh my god, white hat. What do you think? Give <laughs> his little devils. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sparky Big Time. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Yeah, you like it too. Per <laughs> majority rules. <laughs> Fucking Dennis. I want to do a play about Dennis <laughs> and it's no characters except <laughs> himself, <laughs> and it's him with like three different hats. <laughs> He's a one-man play. He's just fucking talking to himself. <laughs> yup. 
promise me Dennis would love that. And I hate that. I know. I would never actually do it, but it's a really good idea. <laughs> if I wasn't such a fucking crazy person, it would kind of be funny. Now, again, we're still in teens. We're two hours in. Yeah. Well, we're still in the teen era. This is literally just him being a fucking menace as a teenager. Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace. <laughs> literally. I'm like, this happens all in his teen years. Mm-hmm. When I was that young, like, 14 and a, a little bit up, because I'm still technically a teenager. But we're like, still teenagers, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I'm almost not. We're almost not teenagers. But, still. But, like, when I was, like, in high school, I did not do any weird shit. I was, like, at home or, like, like, people did crazy things, I guess, but nothing like this. I'm, like, nobody was murdering in high school. Well, he didn't murder anybody in high school. But he was just creepy. Nobody's I guess he... The people in his high school probably thought the same thing, though. What? That nobody was doing anything creepy. Maybe. But no, but he was known for being a peeping Tom, though. He was known for being, like, a creepy boy. But, like, so is my gym teacher. He's still employed. I think everybody's fired. (laughs) (laughs) No, one gym teacher did get fired because it was at an elementary school. I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> <laughs> we had a we had a gym teacher at seven eighth. He did seven eighth, and he allegedly had sex with one of sixteen year olds, and he was like thirty. I was like, Wah. yeah. This but guy I would like go watch girls change in the ticket room. Thirty years. <laughs> oh my god! They don't even have boobies. They're just little. <laughs> they're just little boys. They <laughs> are. <laughs> like they look like you. Like okay. <laughs> Don't do that to them. <laughs> Don't give them a self-image. Do you smell that? Like tuna? This <laughs> <laughs> smells like tuna. It smells like burnt popcorn. Don't say that. What if we had a fire drill right now? <laughs> we just have to leave all our stuff right here. Oh, no. That would be so bad. Our oh. stuff would get stolen so fast. Leave it like, please. But, um, anyway, so this is all in his teen years. As you recall, they lived on a farm. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Not the happy farm. The creepy farm. <laughs> the killer farm. <laughs> the murder, murder, murder farm. So they had. Um, <laughs> Let me think of one of the ones on my podcast that I listened to. There was a farm in California that this guy lived on, and uh, he would like hire like fifteen-year-old boys to be like farmhands, and then murder them. Uh-huh. And then bury them on the farm because so many animals would die that it would just be like with the animal bones. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that at oh, vibes. That's the murder farm. But he, um, they had like this abandoned barn and like. And, Always like, a good way. They think it's a bandage, just be torn down. Because it never ends well. It's a good little insight. Look, too. have you seen that picture of the abandoned hospital with a light on? Why you know? Because it's terrifying. <laughs> but they had like a little barn that was abandoned and like nobody used it. And he would fantasize about imprisoning women there. And like, again, I really feel, I mean, you're honestly on the nose about like him being gay. Like, I really, really, truly feel that. He gives <laughs> gay people vibes. Okay. Like, you know who he gives? He gives, um, Herbert Baumeister, the one... Yeah. He gives that. He fucking gives that. Yep. So, 
<coughs> but he wasn't, apparently. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe our gaydars are off. No, it's not. Mine's <laughs> never wrong. <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> stop, bitch. I had to make sure at least one couple was gay. <laughs> <laughs> you are the opposite of internalized homophobia. You would internalized heterophobia. <laughs> <laughs> So he began to fantasize about imprisoning women in the barn, and like he would like fantasize and like call it like a dungeon, and so he would torture like he would think about he wouldn't do this yet, but he would think about torturing them and killing them, and he had like special imagery torture rooms, so like he would like thoroughly imagine, like really get deep in there, like when you have those vivid fucking dreams, like you feel like you're there. That's like him, but like daydreaming. How? Why? 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 I'm good. So, he would do that. And he would do it to, like, the pretty and sociable girls that, like, he knew in high school. And, like, that's who he would, like, put in his, like, imaginary, like, murder barns. Because he would call them murder barns. And, like, like, any girl that he felt was too pretty to, like, give him a chance at, like, dating him... He would nick nick name nick nick name nick 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 the rooms nick 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 creepy it's awful just, he's, the worst yes but like he's just an asshole blaming women for like his sexual like sexuality and his arousal state i'm like boy what are you doing this is your fucking fault <laughs> like yeah. this is in you it's n- it has nothing to do with anybody else yeah this is you and it may not even be like his fault technically because people have different things that sexually arouse them they can't help it but it's his fault for acting on shit like that. And, like, it has nothing to do Those with us. Yeah. That's the black hat shit that stays <laughs> that's in there. We don't take we don't it out. We all think about murdering people, but we don't do it. Exactly. I'm like, I'm going to kill you right now. Don't do it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Fuck. I mean, if the purge were real, yeah, shit. Like, I had some. What? No, I'm good. I love it. You didn't hear me. No, I did. I heard the purge. Okay, good. Now, in 1959, Raider attended Wichita High School, Wichita Heights High School. So that makes sense. <laughs> so Wichita Heights. Tell me it doesn't. All of that shit happened. All of that chaos that I was talking about when I said in his teen years, Wichita Heights High School, and that's when he started working at a welding shop as a part-time job. Um, he wanted a car, but he struggled academically, and. Yeah, because he was too busy peeping down these <laughs> tops. Yeah, and being fucking creepy to his teachers. Yeah, he probably sniffed their panties if he had panties. <laughs> yeah. And he sniffed other girls' panties, too. He loves some good panties. <laughs> panties. Pantaloons, if pantaloons. you will. <laughs> Excuse me, I love your pantaloons. Can I have them? <laughs> and wanking. <laughs> Sorry, you picked them in. Fuck. Or the big jerk. I was like, it needs to be said like that. The big jerk. I just really love the word wank. <laughs> wanker. 
I love when British people call people no, wankers. No, because, like, they will call anyone a wanker. You will be on the street, you'll bump shoulders, fucking wanker. Like, it's so aggressive. Have they called you that? Not me, but I saw it happen multiple times. <laughs> That's everything. But, um... Mostly men to men, though. They probably wouldn't. I, I did not see a lot of women being called wankers. <laughs> well, yeah, because you have to have a ding-dong. No. Anyone can wank. Well, yeah, but, like, when you say wank, you're talking about a dude because you're wanking with your wiener. They're also just, like, genuinely polite towards women there. So. I know. People are so kind when you're not an American. Yeah. <laughs> Except for, like, French people. They're very mean to Americans. They're like, you're fucking American! You bet you gave a big baguette! You're just like, croissant! Everybody's saying, like, I issue a bitch and a croissant. <laughs> but it's so funny when, like... And then Italians are like, oh my god, did you say chow? Oh my god! <laughs> did you really? Oh my god, I'm so happy right now. Oh yeah. my god. People in, like, Mexico do that, too. They're so happy that you can speak a little bit of Spanish. Like, you say one word, and you're like, chill. me llamo Olivia. They're like, oh, my God. Spanish queen. I'm like, yeah. Like, the hype? Yeah. Fuck. And they're like, you can't speak French fluently, and it wasn't your first language? Get out. <laughs> Are you a stupid bitch? Yes. <laughs> Fuck you. Because my mom went, and they were but like, they were so mean. for all the French food. <laughs> Maybe. But I feel like I could just eat some wine and cheese and be okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be harassed by French people. But, um, so he struggled academically, but he wanted to stay up for a car because that's, like, I feel like a normal... That's, like, the only normal <laughs> thing you've said so far. <laughs> that's, like, the only normal high school thing Dennis does. He's <laughs> like, I want to stay up for a car. So I'm going to get a part-time job. And, but, and he, like, struggled academically. He's just a fucking idiot. And that is a very clear telltale like i'm not even being mean like he's genuinely an idiot like yeah like the way he got caught was so dumb if you literally when i tell you about crime scenes and like what he's done and like the first murder he did so many fun crimes because he's such a fucking stupid bitch he's an idiot genuinely and he even pre-planned it too and he still fucked it up yeah. It wasn't like a whim. He was like, I'm gonna, this house. And this is what I'm gonna do. Yes. This is gonna be so good. Because and he I'll called never it. never know. Because, like, the murders, like, that he did, he called it trolling. He was like, I'm not, I was on a trolling. He has a specific. A what? Trolling. Oh. So, because he has specific, he explains it um, in interviews that he has a specific way he goes about his murders. And it's, like, different steps. And I'll talk more about it. But, like, one of them is trolling when he stalks the people that he's gonna kill and stupid he's an idiot so there's a woman named Catherine ramsland and she is a criminal um criminologist i guess she's just a criminologist and also i think she's a psychiatrist or a psychologist there's they're different um I'm aware. yeah well they are not some of them probably are not aware oh god anyway so she actually wrote an entire book with dennis which i hate which inter- like interviewed I just don't like that he has books. Well, he doesn't, he's not getting the money for it. I know. But I don't like it because it's what he wanted. That is what he wanted. You're, yeah. But she, as a criminologist, she wanted to get into his mind and, like, fucking learn that shit. Because, honestly, I would probably have done the same yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't. <laughs> I just hate that he got what he wanted. Yeah. Fucking bitch. So, she talks about a lots of shit. And it's, like, honestly a really good book. And um, I'm not going to talk about it all the time, but there's some good things in there. And she talks about Raider, um, how she thinks she he may suffer from a learning disability called hypergraphia, which involves an intense urge to constantly write and draw. 
So basically, instead of learning, he was just doodling. Yeah. And he just couldn't focus, and that's why he suffered f- with grades and things like that. But he also didn't care. He didn't care about his grades. He just wanted to fucking sniff panties and <laughs> like get a car, <laughs> <laughs> so he could begin his trolling. He is so fucking gross. <laughs> so, um, so he said, she says that um, many sufferers of hypergraphia are so consumed by this need to write that they scribble nonsense or draw consistently, thus stealing focus from his studies. But she doesn't know exactly for sure, but she does say that that is a possibility of why he struggled so much with grades and also why he doodled a lot on, like, slick ads and things like that. I mean, obviously he did it because he's fucking crazy, but bonkers, but, like, in your, it, yeah, in your spare time and you want to doodle, he just decided to doodle creepily. So, there's a different doodle. Like, when I was little, I doodled flowers. He doodles... So, to each their own, I guess. (laughs) Now, there's another thing that people think may have led to murders, and that is a head injury that happened. Always. There's a trifecta. (laughs) Dead animals. Uh, It's not head injuries, though. That's not in there. Isn't it? No. I'm pretty sure it is. You're talking about the McDonald's triangle, and it's bedwetting, arson, and animal torture. Yeah, that is what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Headaches are, or head injuries are good too, though. <laughs> they are. So, between, like, his weirdness, he struggled with his dark hat and white hat <laughs> energy moment right there. Because he actively went to the Lutheran church, but also fucking did these creepy things. But he, like, fought between his good boy Christian side and his like fucking dark energy that he just encompasses throughout his lifetime. So, um, while everything that he's done during his teen years, he stayed very active in his church. So when he was, so like at 17 years old in 1962, he got into a really bad car accident because he failed to navigate a curve and crashed his family car while racing with another young church member. And his head slanted to the windshield and broke the clap, broke the glass and cut his face open. And he had to go to the hospital and get stitches. And he missed a couple of days of school. But like that's what people are like right there. That's it. That's the only thing. Not I'm like else. I was like, I don't even know. I mean I've had what, three concussions and I still have not had the urge to genuinely commit murder. murder. <laughs> like I just I mean, sure, I it's an expression. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill you. Like I'm so mad at you. But I don't actually genuinely want to kill people. (laughs) Like, let me just put this in perspective for you. She was scared of hail last night. (laughs) That is a true fact. She was like, I just don't feel like I should be in my room right now. By the way, when you said that to me, you want to know the first thing that came to my mind? You said, I don't feel like I should be near my window right now. And I thought you might, because you were going to (laughs) jump. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Because I was like half asleep. Uh, me. I would. No. Like, well, but I also can't jump because it's like a small yeah. suicide-proof fucking window. Yeah. But anyways, what I, my point was, when she says she can't kill anyone, she would be so bad at it. <laughs> She'd be like... Like, she would throw up before she killed somebody. 100%. I mean, I'm seeing it and I can clean ass, but there are certain lengths I will not go to. Yeah. 
Like, that's what she means by that. <laughs> no. Never, never, never vibes. Okay, so he graduated in 1963, and during 1963, most of 1963, I'll say, he kept himself pretty busy. He worked at Leaker's Family Food, where his mother also worked as a bookkeeper. Um, his mother was primarily a stay-at-home mom, though, obviously, because back in the 50s and 60s, you just mom, mothers were not workers. They just didn't do that. At least the majority of them didn't, mm-hmm. especially if you were married and you had another income, which is what she had. So she would do that like sometimes, but he would often also go on dates with women, and he said that he enjoyed chatting with them. So like, nope. he didn't really have. He, pro- I mean, he didn't mention that he had like dirty ass images, but he probably definitely definitely did (laughs) just didn't talk about it yeah but um he said that during 1963 he found himself a primary girlfriend but he was also fucking dating other women on the side nope 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 nope. what do you mean i mean don't be a cheater but that's definitely the least bad thing he's done that's Accurate, that's yeah. like the most like normal thing he's been doing this entire time and he says and i quote the dark side was not big at that time i was too busy at work and dating may have helped end quote so he kept himself really busy in 63 but that all ends soon but speaking of ending that's the end of this first part that's literally where i am because he graduates and that's I feel like that's a good ending. You know, he's getting ready to march on, get married, and be a serial killer. So we'll definitely get into murders, obviously, in the next part. The actually, we're gonna get through the whole BTK and never talk about the murders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just BTK. But yeah, so that's basically what's happening with him right now. He graduated and he's keeping himself really busy. Um, plot twist: that doesn't last long. You no. Know. So that's the ending for today. Yay. Yay. Honestly, not the worst one you've ever done. Like, no, because well, it's not the that's, murders. That's because it hasn't even... I haven't even touched on the murders yet. I mean, I kind of have. I've talked about them. But, like, just wait. You barely chipped the iceberg. Mm, yeah. Awesome. But he's definitely... It's not as gory. As the kid mm-hmm. from London. Oh, yeah. Absolutely not. That, that one was honestly worst. hard for me to do. That one was terrible. Yeah. But I honestly forgot that I did that one. I never forgot that you did that one. That one just stuck with me so much. Well, that's why I did that one, because I never have forgotten it. I heard about it, and I never stopped thinking about it. I hate it. I feel like once you hear about that case, you just never forget it. Whether you forget the victim's name or not, you will always remember what happened to him. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, to never forget him. But, like... It was child-on-child child crime. It wasn't even, like, a whole ass adult. It was children doing that to him. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. So, I'll say it again. Welcome to season two. Yeah. Baby. Like I said, don't know if it's bigger or better, but we're still here. Bigger, better, badder. I would say it's badder, yeah. Worse? No, badder, like... We're bad bitches? Yeah. Per. Per, per, per. Hopefully we'll get better microphones soon, because that's what I really want to invest in because yeah we need to get more views first i think 
Maybe. <laughs> Maybe this will be the way. Maybe the TikTok will just blow up. Maybe. Which, by the way, go follow our TikTok podcast at the Macau. Yeah. Because that lo- that username is literally all of our stuff. It's all of the things. It's all the things. Facebook, yeah. Instagram. Uh, Patreon. Email. It's our email as well. And we also have a... No, we don't have a website. Oh, we do. Yeah. We do have a website. See, it's been a long time, guys. Yeah, it's been way too long, so. So, welcome back. Yeah. And we'll see you in Season 2, Episode 2. Bye!